Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Behind the Plays. I am your host, Davion. I also go by Davion OW, obviously, as you can see by the beautiful nameplate and the beautiful new graphics that are sitting up on the screen. Little bit backlogged because I did say at the beginning of football season was going to happen, but then my, our graphics artist, we went through a lot of stuff, and you know that, I know that, we know that anyway, besides the point. It is uh, new stuff, new logo, new everything. You can very much thank my desk, so everything to her will be in the link down uh, in the link down below. She has a link tree that I'll link uh, to get her to Twitter and all that stuff. Um, so, seriously, phenomenal artist, great at, it, great at anything GFX. 99% of the things you'll ever see on my channels is my like honestly i will go to no one else but my but today we have a new topic for the first time in a long time it's been football 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 basketball football 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 we're talking about women's gymnastics today damn it i yeah. bet you didn't see that coming you didn't i you i didn't see that coming but i bet you didn't see that coming so i had to bring in an expert it just I had to figure out who who could I bring in to help me dive into the world of women's sports and who are better than a, a small nugget head coach a, a great <laughs> friend um, coaching the future of our gymnastics uh, Miss Miss Dream Alice how are you doing today I'm all right I'm all right just you know did all my errands so now I am free and ready to talk. NCAA women's gymnastics, my favorite, favorite thing to talk about. I can't say it's my favorite thing to talk about, but honestly, in the last like <laughs> couple of weeks, Dreen has really gotten me excited to talk about women's gymnastics. And I didn't think that was ever possible. Yeah. So shout out to Dreen. It's it's a great, it's fun. It's a really good environment too, because yeah, it's not too bad. Uh, it's, it's totally different between yeah. like elite and like college because they are just so hype. You've seen it. They yes. get yeah. into it yeah that's how college sports so, are in general like you yes, can see it in, in every sport like football to pros uh, that one actually is a terrible example because they're hype more <laughs> hype in the pros ncaa basketball into like nba level like nba gets hype but like there's a 15 seed residing in the elite eight right now in ncaa men's basketball and that has never it. happened before in <laughs> any sense of ever so like you can imagine the hype that is around that team right now. Like you could see their energy yeah. and their how their coach is planning everything. They are playing towards the hype, and they I don't know they they got the mental to take all of it right now. I don't even know what to yeah, think. They're they're but, on the they're on the up and up. They're yeah, ready. St. Peter's mental. is balling, bro. So yeah, yeah. yeah so that's they, that's always yeah, they beat the, my alma mater. So alma mater. So I they beat the know, team I had I, winning the whole thing in the first freaking same. Round, so I had Kentucky same, winning the whole yeah, thing. Yeah. So. It, you know, it's it's rough out here. But, it happens. Um, um, but yeah, yeah, so NCAA is always so energetic because they don't have nearly as many fans to hype them up. So who else is going to hype them up but themselves? That's why they come exactly. in with a better demeanor and a better exactly. mindset and such a hype environment. And honestly, I've been hype watching gymnastics with Dream. Like, we'll sit there and watch a meet. Like, in SUNY, I trust. I, I the, We do fantasy gymnastics. And it's my fun. team is named Always SUNY in Philadelphia because that is my team captain. <laughs> Uh, and she has been carrying me along with like Leanne and freaking Haley Bryan has been insane. Haley like, Bryan's a monster. It's insane. She got back from injury and I've never looked back. <laughs> Not once. <laughs> I slapped her on my yeah, team those every first week. few weeks were kind of rough. Yeah, it was tough out here for me. I was like, oh my, what am I going to do with this team? Like half my roster was out and then I <laughs> dropped some people, picked up some people. Uh, what was it? Uh, the girl from Michigan, what, J.C. Vore? J.C. Vore, yeah. Oh, what a legend. I had no yeah. faith in her, and then she popped off one week, and I was like, you know what? Maybe I should just keep playing you here. Oh, yeah, fellow Hoosier through and through. She's from JPEC. She's um, She was originally committed to Arkansas, and then I believe like in the last year or two, she, she switched her commitment to Michigan, so yeah, she's a freshman she's now, and she has been 
putting in work. I mean, yeah, on bars and beams. Yeah, she's so, all I need her for. She's been yeah, great. Yeah, that's what I've been excited for is to watch that one. I um, believe Michigan she might, yeah. got a three seed this year. They got the three seed? They, they, yes, I believe so. Uh, they were ranked number one up until about, I want to say, two or three weeks ago. Mm. They were ranked first, like, the entire season. Yeah. And then Oklahoma and Florida started creeping up there. So. Yeah, Florida had an like insane couple of weeks. Uh, they, yes. They're your SEC champions, correct? Mm-hmm. So, yep. like, yep. between, what, Trinity Thomas and Leanne, like, they, they, had a, they have such a dominant team now. And it's, like, it's insane. Yes, I mean, their roster is made up of entirely, like, Current and former elite uh, stars like Leanne Wong is still considering is going to Worlds this year, and Riley McCusker, and so I mean it's insane. Wasn't Leanne like a, a Olympic alternate or something like yes, that? Yes, she yes she was an Olympic alternate with her teammate from Gage, uh, yeah. Para Aker. She goes yeah. to Utah actually, and Utah's um, dominant then, too. <laughs> yes, they yes they are ranked. They were in the top four like pretty much all season. Yep. Um, but she and Kara, they were Olympic alternates, and then they had to quarantine because they tested positive for COVID. So Hate to see it. they didn't need, they weren't needed. But if they were needed, then I mean that, that would have been unlucky. You know, but it, it it's a good sucked, thing that, but... like, just being told, like, compete or not compete, play or not play, being told that you're an Olympic alternate is huge because you were good yes. enough to be in the Olympics if something goes wrong. <laughs> like, yes, like. God forbid an injury happens. This happened. Uh, the NBA or uh, the NBA used to only send college players to the Olympics. It was mm-hmm. prior to like 1980s. Um, this was before they sent Michael Jordan to the Olympics, and everyone was abused. Um, but <laughs> when they did this, they would only send college players because they were like, "Oh, the pros, they're they're we're better than them." And then they were, then they, the the oh, rest of the world started sending their pros, like their professional athletes, and they were they, so NBA was like, "Oh, so you guys are like." Or USA was like, oh, so you guys are serious. All right, cool. We'll send Michael. <laughs> and nobody, we haven't looked back, right? So yeah. uh, what they would do, though, is they would send one college player with them. So like with the Michael Jordan team, he was technically in the NBA, but he was like, didn't play much yet. It was Christian Leitner. He was like the most hated college basketball player of all time. I swear. Oh my God. He went to Duke. <laughs> um, but Christian Leitner was on that team. And most recently, uh, a couple years ago, I think 2012, it was what we call the Redeem team. This was the next best team. This was like LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, Kobe Bryant. They sent Anthony Davis, who was just got drafted with the number one pick, hasn't played a game in the NBA, but was immediately slapped on the Olympic team. And it was for experience. So they do stuff like that. That's serious, though. You are still yeah, good enough huge, to be sent yeah. there. Like, they were like, yo, you're good enough to be here. We're going to send you here. And yeah, they had huge. extra people just in case. Like, you just never know what's yeah. going to happen. And, I mean, the way that the women's Olympic team was, like, situated, it used to be just, you know, seven, and then it was six, and then it was five, and then it was four plus two alt- or two specialists plus the alternates. Right. And, like, all of those freshmen, ex- like, the entire Olympic team, excluding uh, Simone Biles and Michaela Skinner, yeah. they... All went to NCAA. They were all freshmen this yeah, year. Yeah, they all and came in as freshmen. That's Jay Carey, crazy. for example. Yeah, Jay Those Carey, people for are example. fresh out of high school. A, That's how crazy beast. that is. Like, I mean, they have come in and they have dominated. And people have been talking about this freshman class for years. And a lot of them, like Jade Carey, uh, Morgan Hurd, uh, Riley McCusker, they have been putting off, like they've been deferring for years because they were going to go to Tokyo. But then uh, Riley had an injury. Morgan had an injury. Yep. So they kind of... Morgan didn't even get to make it to nationals. And so she found out she had a torn ACL. So she's been out this oh season. Gosh, but yeah, that funny. is one that I am excited for next year. I've been be back, following yeah. her since she was a junior athlete. And she is the 2017 world all around champion when mm. Reagan Smith was out with injury, who is also 
a junior at Oklahoma, by the way. That's and how Oklahoma you know dominant. stacked the NCAA is. Yeah, and um, like yeah, the, the diver- I, after so this is something I've learned about NCAA. So I'm gonna let you guys know right now. Dreen is going to do a lot of talking, and the reason Dreen's gonna do a lot of talking, Dreen is much more versed and experienced in this field because she has learned for the last her life uh what gymnastics is and how it goes about and how it works um me i'm like months <laughs> into learning gymnastics <laughs> so um i will make i will make a lot of input because i think i know enough to talk about the subject now um and that's one of the big reasons why i was excited um to talk about it because i'm like ah, i've learned a lot the last month so let's 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 put it to use let's talk about it on the podcast yeah. and it's something i've always wanted to do is be more diverse with my podcast and not just talk about basketball not just talk about men's sports i think women's sports are very 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 important um and i've learned that a lot and i made a tweet about it like uh like a couple weeks ago or maybe a week ago where i was like man i i didn't realize until march madness started how poor they were doing the women's sports like like realistically speaking um because gymnastics was all over ESPN, which grateful they were. Like, seriously, I was super happy that they were, like, on actual, like, ESPN and not just, like, ESPN 3 and ESPN U. Like, those were, they were on ESPN. Mm-hmm. And then the women's, they slapped everything on ESPN this year, the National NCAA Basketball Tournament. And the men's are, like, on True TV and all that stuff. But that's usual for them. Um, but I was really happy for them. And they, were, they started doing the things they do for men for the women. And I was like, thank God, because we never had the women's bracket in the – ESPN tournament challenge never had uh-huh. it just right there they never had their own app the men had their own app but the women never had their own app so why yeah. what the heck they wouldn't have that and so I it's got like all the finally. games <laughs> no seriously and they're finally getting what they deserve but we're not anywhere close to bridging that gap so that's oh, a big yeah, reason no. I wanted to bring in someone like Dream to talk to us about women's sports not only in general but especially gymnastics so that's something she's really really knowledgeable about yes. So I'm I'm just really happy to bring on and I wanted to be more diverse about it. And I like I seriously was like sitting there like this is ridiculous. <laughs> Why don't we get as much exposure? <laughs> but it looks like the NCAA is trying to get better. Yes. There's a, it's a it's a road. It's still a journey, but we're getting there. And that's, yeah, that's a, you got to start sure. somewhere. And that's important. No, I agree. And um, a lot of huge strides have been made this year, especially yes. in gymnastics, which is a sport that often gets put on the wayside absolutely unless it's the olympics exactly i agree 100 um, yeah and uh they aired a meet it was actually florida versus alabama at florida on abc and it got so nice. many views i mean it was insane and i would have watched it that, I, yeah. I like gymnastics that was on their the, uh, that's the only time i watched was it was on the quality meet yeah yeah only time i watched it was meet. olympics so it's like i never really i never realized what's the what's the journey for them because like a lot of them are in like High school when they go to their first Olympics, like they're coming out of yeah. high school, and I'm like, what's what's the next steps for them? Like, what do they do? And I I would never know. And I would think I think the same thing about like swimming and like, um, volleyball and stuff like that. They have like all these types of meets and qualifiers and world championships everywhere. And I didn't know these were a thing. I didn't do yeah. my own research on it. They don't ever tell you any of this stuff. So it's like crazy how what how diverse the world is in sports. That aren't just like your big like five, like your football, your soccer, your basketball, those like baseball. Those mm-hmm. those are like the big. I think hockey. The big ones. I yes. would put hockey in the big five because that's really worldwide. But that that's neither here nor there. <laughs> like those <laughs> those types of sports where you're like, I know those are pro leagues. I know they have other pro leagues. Yeah, I didn't I mean, know gymnastics had a really diverse professional world. Yeah, I mean, there's not like a specific pro league for gymnastics i mean there's just really like the gymnastics you know there's the elite 
route, and then there's NCAA. That's really all you get. Yeah. And most of the time, although it has been changing in the past few years, it's usually been like 16, 17-year-olds. They go to the Olympics. They go to Worlds. Then they turn 18, and then they yeah. either keep going if they're from like countries like Russia, Romania, China, mm-hmm. or if they're from like Canada, the United States, I mean, then they'll end up going to NCAA usually. Um, and for a while, it really was just like occasionally Canada, um, USA, there would be girls from like the UK coming in. But now, and if you look at programs like uh, Iowa State, they yeah. have girls from so many different countries. Yeah, I mean, we were talking they have about Spain, that. Yep. they have uh, the UK, they, they have, have Italy. Stanford has a Russian girl. Stanford's one with the Russian girl. Stanford has a Russian girl. Right. It was yes. another red school. <laughs> yes, yes. It was Stanford. And speaking of Stanford, they have had a great season because last year, so many of their girls opted out because of COVID and yeah, stuff. They said, all right, now we're going to run it. <laughs> Yes, and they have had a stacked roster. I mean, Kyla Bryant, uh, Taylor Lawson, uh, she's uh, Brenna Nolt. Like their incoming freshman class, like it was so good this year. Um, they had Ana Paula Gutierrez. She she and her twin sister uh, would compete internationally for Mexico for a while, mm. and her, unfortunately, like her sister retired retired like beginning of the season. Uh-huh. But um, her but Ana Paula, she has been doing amazing i believe like i think she's if stanford doesn't move on out of the i think they're in a play-in um they are. they're playing then san jose I in she the advanced, seattle region yes she could advance on vault i'm pretty sure because she has a yurchenko one and a half which if you don't know what that is and a lot of people don't <laughs> um it is a round off entry onto the board and then you do a backflip up to the table. So it's like a round off back handspring. Okay. And then you lift and you twist all the way around once and then an extra half. And so you'd be facing away from the table. And that starts at a 10.0 in NCAA. Whereas if you just do a full, it's a 9.95. Okay. So you want to maximize that start value. And pretty much if you're like, in a D1 school, you're most likely going to have a 10-0 start value unless you're on vault. That is a harder one to, like, start at a 10-0. Unless your um, name's Haley Bryant. <coughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. If you're Haley Bryant. Haley Bryant has one of, like, the best vaults in the she NCAA. She was the vault champion easily. last year. Yes. I mean, her vault is, like, world class. I mean, front handspring, pike, half off. Like, granted, at SEC, she did have an off vault, and she didn't. She, she had an off she just. Meet. She had she, the, LSU had a very off meet in general. LSU and Georgia both did. And they're um, still ranked sixth going into the tournament. So it's like, yes. okay, it happens. We're still in it. Let's keep fighting. Yes. Um, speaking of ranking, uh, we can kind of like go over yeah, like that was next on my the list. end of season rankings. Yeah. First on my list of um, things we needed to do. Yes. Um, so we'll talk Oklahoma. about seating, but we'll have what? Top 10 yes. here in the. Yes. Yeah. Okay. We'll start with the top 10 and then we'll go from seating from there. Um, Oklahoma so Oklahoma. Finish yeah. Oklahoma. One. I mean, they have been they're in dominant. the top yeah, five for God knows how long. I mean, at least since 2015, probably yeah. earlier. Uh, from what I've KJ seen, they've Kindler, been top ten, damn near top five every, every time yeah, they have a everything. chance. Uh, I mean, KJ Kindler, like, she has put in work. She used to work and coach at Iowa State, mm-hmm. and they did pretty well there. And then she took over the Oklahoma program, program and she just, like, I mean, did Flying God's work. <laughs> like, she Sword. recruits so many elites, so many, like, Everybody calls them ninja level 10s. Like, they'll be under the radar, and then they come to NCAA, and they are just showing out. I mean, 
like that freshman class, like they have Jordan Bowers, they have uh, Danielle Seavers, like they have so many girls. Um, there was one, Maria Linker, I believe her name is. She's a freshman from Florida, and I'm assuming she's been out injured all season. Mm -hmm. She hasn't. She was expected to make huge, huge, huge impacts on floor and vault, and yeah. she just hasn't hasn't been seen. So I'm assuming she's been out, and she'll probably be out until next season, which is a shame because I was excited to see her. I've been following her for a very long time. Um, but I mean, you know, I'd rather them take time to heal injuries. than Absolutely. Back. Especially if you're young, like if you're a freshman, sophomore and you have injuries, it's okay to take a year off and try to come yes. back. Um, in fact, uh, when me and Dreen were talking about injuries, I didn't know how many blown Achilles injuries these women have. Like they have yeah. such, but like after it's, seeing it's them bad. compete, I'm like, it makes sense. The velocity you go at when you're landing, when you're taking off, like, it's a lot. It's, it's a lot. lot it's a bodies. lot of strain on your body. And they're women. It's like, it's not like we're not talking about like big bodied 280 pound yes, NBA like players. Yes. These are small, petite, not in a bad way. They're very no, muscular. Yes, I bet I you agree. one of these, they could probably beat the crap out of me one day if they wanted to. <laughs> like, I, they're not weak. That's not what I'm saying here. They're smaller in size. And the amount of strain that they put on their body can only take so much before it just poof. And that the Achilles tendon, um, I've learned a lot about the Achilles recently in basketball due to the fact Kevin Durant blew it out like a year ago. And then the like year before that, it was someone else. And uh, it's crazy. It was a lot. So I learned a lot about Achilles injuries um, in the NBA. And it, it's such a small tendon, the it Achilles. Is. And if it, it's but not that it's weak. It's that it, it's, 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 it's a lot. It's a lot. Used. Exactly. Yes, it's used it's for walking. It's used, used for running. It's used and it's in, in gymnastics. You're landing on your Achilles every single round off, every jump, every anything you do, you're putting strain on your Achilles. So that the amount of injuries I saw from it, thankfully it wasn't, a, it's not a lot, right? It's not as many but as I, I'm saying still, I can make it yeah. seem, but it, it's, it's, it's a, it's, it's crazy how many, it's more than it off. needs to be for sure. But I, and like, yeah, for example, crazy. I mean, Florida has two girls out, mm -hmm. uh, uh, Ellie Lazari and, uh, Hallie Taylor at the Florida versus Georgia meet in Athens, both tore their ACE or their, uh, Achilles tendons. Yeah. Tears. Um, uh, oh my gosh. Ruptured Achilles too. Are rough. Yeah. Oh, it's crazy. Yep. Uh, Lindsay Brown. This mm -hmm. is her second time with her Achilles, unfortunately. And it's very sad because she came back with her, uh, COVID exemption year this year. Oh, so she's a fifth year senior that's and tough. she tore hers. I want to say maybe her junior or sophomore year before. Um, and then she came back her senior year and she was just on track to be a national champion. And, Ruptured. She was at nationals. Um, she was on vault as her last event, and all she needed to do was hit that vault, and she fell. And it was just like in that moment, we were all like, she was deciding what how nationals would go, like whether or not she would come back. And she's like, "Okay, I'm coming back." Yeah, because she fell, and she was that close to getting a national all around title. And it, yeah. that's a huge and thing for a program. Yeah, yeah and, and that's a huge thing for a program that did not have like not like Florida, Oklahoma, yeah, you know, Michigan. Big. Like Denver has made it to the finals before. They yeah, made it back I've heard that they're actually. a crazy cool program yes. for gymnastics. I've learned a lot about Denver in the last couple yes. of uh, they've couple been of weeks. yeah, 
They have been suffering from a lot of Achilles injuries as well. Now, um, unfortunately, they got put in the bracket with De- uh, Florida and Auburn. So <laughs> yeah, no, they're not. I, man- sucks. <laughs> I mean, it, I mean, there, there's a possibility that it can happen. But well, there's a will, there's a way. But man, yes, that's tough. They've done it before. <laughs> Yeah, they've done it before. I mean, 2019, like I said before, Florida had a meltdown on Beam. Yeah. Um, Beam has been their Achilles heel in the past before in the postseason. Last year, for example, SECs, they had a meltdown on Beam and they lost. Meltdown in the sem- uh, in the finals at Nationals and they landed in fourth. So it's yeah, they like. finished fourth of four gymnasts in the finals or uh, yeah, programs. Four so. teams, yeah. Yeah, and but, they were the one seed. Yes. I yes, they that. were. They were. They were. Ex- they were ranked first pretty much all season and then. That's been kind of a uh, trend for Florida mm-hmm. recently. And as your resident Florida gymnastics fan, um, it sucks. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Because this program has so much talent. I mean, Trinity Thomas, yes. Savannah Shanehair, Nia Reed, Leanne Wong, Riley McCusker, Sloan she Blakely, uh, Megan Skaggs, Alyssa Bauman, Leah Clapper. Like, that whole team is insane. And they don't even have all of their talent back yet because Ellie Lozari is like, she was lights out freshman year on beam. And, yeah, and she's coming back from an injury right now, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. She's one of the ones that uh, she, she tore messed Achilles. up her Achilles. Yeah. Yes. And Morgan Hurd. Like I said, I, that is one of my favorite uh, gymnasts next to like Simone and Trinity Thomas and right. Suni Lee. And she, I mean, Morgan, I love everything she does. I love like the activism that she does outside of the gym. I love her gymnastics. Her performance quality is just so good. Right. Um, and so once she, but she has just been so riddled with injuries that it's like NCAA will be hard for her because there are more meets um, in comparison to the elite season where there's like one maybe every month, every mm-hmm. two months. So, but they aren't doing as hard of skills also as they were in elite. They can opt to. They're just um, not. But the, they usually They're going to have to bring yeah. the heat in the, obviously the regionals and the playoffs, yes. or, uh, the postseason, sure. but take it a little bit easy. They're SEC, SEC champions right now. Yes. So that's always a yes. plus. And they haven't done that since about 2016. Right. So when they finally, finally got that SEC title, both regular season and postseason, I was just... Yeah, I mean, you were hype. Finally. I, was, I, I remember. I was in call <laughs> with you. That was exciting for yes, you. Yes, it was stoff. exciting. Because um, um, I've been a Florida fan for years. Uh, yeah. When Bridget Sloan went there, she was a 28, or 2018, oh my God, 2018, 2008 Olympian. And she is from Indiana. Um, oh, okay. I met her before. Super cool. She was one of the like she is one of the best gator gymnasts to ever come out of that program so i've been following since before like right around when she was a freshman and that was uh, freshman year of high school sophomore year so Uh, for anyone who doesn't know uh dreen is a resident indian 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 she's a hoosier (laughs) Hoosier. um so and she i believe uh she has a degree from purdue right you went to purdue that's why we're making fun of purdue to losing for losing to saint peter's correct it hurts it hurts um yeah so (laughs) Um, she was a boilermaker. That's their that's their mascot. I I will never get over that. Like that's such yeah. a weird mascot. Them and um uh the fighting Illini. I, that one's a weird one too to me. Yeah, like, it is. A, it is a what weird is one. What is going on over here in the Midwest, bro? I move here. It, and you it makes no the, sense. Like UNLV, like we sucked, but we were the rebels, and I thought that was cool. <laughs> like, yeah, I <laughs> mean, sucked, and then there's dang. the Hoosiers too. Like, cause I that was not as that was yeah. not as bad strictly it, I mean, because but of also, the history. Like, but what is it? What is also your true. What are you? Um, but yeah, I'm mean, still no waiting sense, but... for Purdue and or IU or Notre Dame to put a gymnastics program in because all we have right now is Ball State. Um, True. Speaking of Ball State, they do have a couple of individuals advancing yeah. to regionals. And we'll get uh, there when we get to yeah. the individual conferences so, yeah, after we do everything. 
Uh, we yes. did talk about Oklahoma. I wanted to say one thing, and we were talking about the talent that Oklahoma has, and you talk about how under the radar they go. Um, I have both Jordan Bowers and Carly Woodard on my fantasy team, and I wanted to state that both of them have been like consistent 9, 8, and plus for the whole season on average uh, in their respectful categories, obviously. The only thing that mm-hmm. isn't... Uh, Jordan Bowers does not do great on beam. I stopped playing her on beam. She's for that very purpose. inconsistent. Yeah, I stopped putting her on beam. Like some days she hits, some days she's not. But I'd rather have everyone else on my beam. Um, but I, uh, Carly was really good on beam. She she averaged a nine eight five through the whole season, which is really good. Yeah, in my humble opinion. As far, oh, I agree. And then and floor she was a nine eight eight all the time. Like she was really good. Like on floor. I, yeah, I mean and, up until like about two seasons ago, maybe yeah. last season, she was only a beam specialist. Yeah. And then this is her fifth year. She came back with that COVID year. So mm. it definitely has been time. Oh, she's been sure. solid. I picked her up midway through the season when trades opened. And I needed, because I, I had it, like bottom like five of my roster were all hurt. I couldn't, <laughs> I had no, I had, and, like, yeah, I, you were plagued with injuries. It was tough. And I was like, I was thought, I was, I even talked about dropping Haley. And then she pl- competed and I was like, I'll play. Let's Never see what happens. Mind. And then she got like three <laughs> tens. I was like, okay, Haley Bryant. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was crazy. Uh, but yeah, no, the Oklahoma team is just riddled with talent. So uh, they yes, obviously yes, deserve absolutely. the number one. But sneakily, right behind them is Florida, who we just went they, into I great mean, detail yeah, about they them. They were point right zero zero five from tying them in national qualifying scores. That's what that means, right? Yes, 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 Aha. exactly. That's exactly it. It used to be RQS, and that was regional qualifying score. But now they just changed it in the past few years to NQS when they switched from six to the, on the floor to four on the floor, which is what which they makes call sense. it now. They do call it the four on the floor. Yeah, that makes um, sense. But yes, I'm rooting for Florida, obviously. Uh, for but obvious from reasons. an unbiased opinion, uh, it could go to anybody in that final. If it is Oklahoma, Florida, Michigan, and Utah, it could go to any one of those four because they have all hit over and 198. I'm going to even say this, uh, and this is my SUNY bias coming in, obviously, but Auburn's not to be scared. Uh, not to oh, be absolutely. easily talked about because they they could very well beat out Michigan or LSU. And move on. Oh, to the, I agree. Move on to 100%. the final four, right? Because I think both, like, they're not far behind either one of them. They're three points behind what Michigan? Four points, maybe? Uh, like three, like, three five, like something like four, that. Four, four, four tenths, something like that, give or take. Yeah, yeah. they're um, right there. And the same with LSU. They're like very close to LSU as well. They're one, yes. one. They're sex. They're ranked one lower than them. So I'm. I always look at the bracket. And I'm like, man, what would happen? I don't know if Auburn's going to win it all because Oklahoma, Florida, Michigan, Utah, all it, it has been in the finals it's, it's all every stacked. year. It is stacked up there in the top ten, obviously, and with good reason. It's the top ten. Um, this isn't like basketball where if you're in the top ten, you have a chance to lose every game. No, you. Are, if you're in the top ten, like yes, you have a chance to lose, but it's most likely you're not losing. Like you yes. are there for a reason. It is a lot different from those, uh, like literally any other sport, because yes. consistency is key, yes. especially in NCAA, because it is exactly. six up, five count. You can afford one fall because you can scratch that, mm-hmm. but in postseason, nope, they you can't afford that. You can't I afford mean, anything. You need as many big scores as you can. And for example, like I said earlier, I mean Florida's Achilles heel in the past was Beam. They we saw it in the have SEC one tournament. Of the best yeah, I when mean, we were watching you it. Saw everyone it. was They're, hitting. Like everyone was, was hitting. Out. Everyone out. hit. Like it wasn't like whoever finished last was last, but it didn't. They were like, like in the overall, like because there's eight teams total in the SEC that were in there because they did four four, right? Yes. I think that's what it yes. was in two yes, different sections. Was. The last four, like the top four, they finished like one three or one two four and five. 
Like that's how yeah. good they were. Like the only team that did better was the, the whoever won the uh the first three. I don't I don't remember the exact team, but whoever won the Mr. first. I remember seeing the stats. Missouri. Yeah, Mizzou. Mizzou was like three or something like that because they played really. They did really well. But like, yes, and they're having an awesome season. Yes, too. and that's what's crazy is that. That's how good they they were like the top teams are because like even in the SEC they were like yeah you're eighth but you and you finished last but like the number two team that was there definitely finished second the number one team definitely finished first like it was crazy it was a clear cut and I mean unfortunately Alabama did have that injury at the very end that was with Luisa Blanco mm -hmm. it was rough to watch I still don't know they just they didn't specify they just said it was an ankle injury. And she might be back for regionals. That's I don't good. I don't want them to rush her. No. But if she's ready and she feels ready, then go for it. I think um, the big thing about that is that if she's not ready for the first week, because it's split mm -hmm. up. It's it's The next thing starts on, like, the second or something like that, right? Yes. Because it's, like, um, regionals. Because they have the play-in. The play-in is Wednesday. Have, yes. Round one is the 31st. And then Saturday the 2nd is the Round two. regional final, right? The, yes, that's the final. Yeah. Okay. And so then, I think they could get to the final. Yeah. No, it's a matter of making it out of the final is what is the important part. Because yeah. If they don't make it out. They don't make it to nationals. Yeah. Obviously. So my um, thing is, is that if she doesn't so compete, they need her back for that. They she just yeah. they just have to beat out two of the teams. So Let's see. It, yeah. They. I mean, they need to beat Michigan State and Oregon State. And I mean, I mean, just getting Oregon out of their State, first round. Just getting out of their yeah. first round. Because if she yeah, can compete I, yeah. a week from now, right? Like a week from now, and her injury's not yeah. terrible, then okay, they just have Go to compete without her, yeah. right? One one game, one one match, one one little match, one 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 meet. They could do that. They could beat out BYU in Washington yeah. without her for uh, a meet. I mean, they're ranked sixth for a reason or fifth for a reason, right? Yeah. Then it uh, becomes a question mark because then they have to go up against like Utah, Oregon State, yes, and Michigan State. Could they beat out Oregon State, and Michigan State without her? Maybe, potentially, Most likely, but. Why um, you you can't take those risks because we even said yeah, it exactly. If you're I mean, not like at I your said, best, these other teams are at their best. Anything can happen. And in 2019, like I said, Florida didn't make it. Oregon State made it over them, and now they have Jade Carey. I mean, she has been the most consistent all season. Okay. She is uh, Pac-12 gymnast and freshman of the year, and I don't think that's ever been done before. Um, she is the reigning Olympic floor champion, in, so uh, she Oregon comes State? in with the credentials. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Shout out to the Beavers. And, you know, she doesn't, she didn't go to a big school like Florida, Oklahoma, UCLA was, is still considered Oregon a big school, State even though they haven't been small. having, you know? It's a small school. Yes, in comparison, definitely. Yes. But they are all having a lights out season. I do think that if they don't advance, she will make it for all around. And if mm -hmm. she does make it for all around, she is the one to beat next to Trinity Thomas. Yeah. Now, as long as Trinity is injury free. It, it could. It's probably just hers to lose. But then Michigan. I mean, they have Gabby Wilson, uh, Natalie Voychik, Sierra Brooks, Naomi Morrison. You know, they've got, and not to mention, you know, Florida and Oklahoma and Utah. Like, there's just so much competition more than usual this year. It is insane. I think the thing that makes me sad. Uh, well, let's finish the rankings because we'll talk about the bracket in a minute. <laughs> yeah. But um, I I look I look at the bracket and like thing that makes me sad the most is that one of Florida, Auburn, or LSU isn't going to make it to the final, and that really set makes me sad. <laughs> yeah, it's rough. Because I really I mean... like Haley and I really like SUNY. Um, but like I know Florida is really talented. Like yes. there's like th that literally the three schools that have been on my top of my list have been those three. They've been like my yeah. the teams I, mean, I followed SEC, a lot because that's my SUNY, my you know? Haley, and Leanne. Those have been my my three top 
your gymnast top scorers, yeah. for the year. <laughs> it's been ride or die with them. I've played them in everything ever since. So shout out to them. <laughs> but like, it's yeah, like crazy. To I think mean, about that. yeah. Um, but Michigan we're talking Oklahoma, ranked, Florida, Michigan being ranked say, yeah. third. Um, um, they, they, uh, it's rightful. I mean, they were ranked first all season yeah. and they haven't gotten bad. It's just that the other teams have finally stepped it up. So, so Michigan they're is all, in the big yeah. 10, big 10. Yes. And is Oklahoma in the big 10 with them? They are in the big 12, but big they are 12. going to be okay. moving to the sec in a few years. They are with Texas. Yes. Yeah, so I know that because of Texas college gymnastics team, but I, I know that because of college football. That's the only reason why I know <laughs> yeah, that, which is weird. So the I, SEC so is already stacked. Yeah, so it's going to be more let's stacked. Let's throw Oklahoma in there. Like when you realize the SEC now, it's going to be Oklahoma, Florida, Alabama, LSU, Auburn, Kentucky. Those are six of the top ten teams. Yeah, that's yeah, ridiculous. It's it's insane. That's it's ridiculous. crazy. It's absolutely um, nuts. But Michigan's in the big ten. Big Ten. And did they did they win the Big Ten tournament? Yes, actually. Okay. Um, they got a 198.2, I believe, because it was uh, Florida, Michigan, and Oklahoma. They all won their respectful conferences, all with a 198.2. Okay, the top that's huge. Teams. I mean, that's a massive score. No, yeah, and this is um, out, so. of, out of possible, if you tend everything, it'd be 200, right? Yes. Okay. Um, so they, like... Think of think of that for a minute. They they barely tenths of each like tenth of points missed on each thing. That's how crazy yeah. that is. That's I mean, how elite Michigan Michigan got the highest score of the season this year. It yeah. was a one ninety eight point five seven five, and that that's is crazy. one of that's like the top. And Michi- uh Florida and Utah and Auburn they also yeah. got that score this year. That is the fourth highest like team score in history. I believe it it's behind UCLA, Stanford, uh, maybe Arizona State, Oklahoma's up there. I'd have to like look into it, but that, I mean that's like the fourth or fifth all-time NCAA record. Yeah, and the fact that what four teams hit that this year—that's crazy. That just shows insane. how talented these teams are getting. It's huge. It's um, huge. I noticed that Utah, or I'm sorry, not Utah, Michigan has a lot of specialists at the like bottom of their thing, like JC Vore. Yes. Uh, I think Reina. Oh God, I'm not Gugino, crazy. Yes. Yeah, that one. Yeah, she's, she's yeah, she only does too. like vault. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have both of them on my fantasy team. Fun fact: uh, they are both <laughs> like specialists. They have at least what I learned. They have a lot of special. They don't have as many crazy all around, even though they have a lot of serious good talent. They do yes. have a lot of specialists. So hopefully they they can pull it off still. So I think they do have a lot of specialists, but I think the way that they go about it with Beth Plocky, which by the way, mm. an insane coach. She's been there for so long, and she has brought that recruiting game. Like two hundred, and Michigan's obviously. the defending champs, if yes, I'm not mistaken. Yes, so yes, they are, um, and that's the first ever in their program history. So I was like ecstatic when they won because it's like it good is for very rewarding to see your favorite teams win. But if they don't do good, you don't want to see the same teams win over and over and over again. It does get annoying. Um, looking at you, Oklahoma, unfortunately, um, they're stacked with talent. But I do like to see other teams win, and to see Michigan win with girls like Sierra Bricks and Natalie Wojcik mm. and Abby High School. That's one that is like under the radar that not a lot of people talk about as much. She comes in 10.0 start value on everything and just boom, 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 boom. Like mm. she's the one that sealed the deal for them at nationals. So she's definitely one to look out for in the postseason. Yeah. Um, but Michigan, Michigan will always be a threat. Defending champions are always a threat. Yes, There's always a reason. Unless you're Baylor, who loses in the round of 32, but UNC <laughs> is in the Elite Eight, so I really can't say much about how deadly any of the teams are. So, <laughs> you yeah. never know. 
Um, yeah. Basketball is one of those. NCAA basketball is just crazy. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's just how it is. You know, mm-hmm. it happens. It's like if there's an you upset, there's an order. upset, and it makes it more interesting, really. Yep. To an extent. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, like, if my favorite team, like, I don't like to see Florida flop. <laughs> um, but, I mean, then the, it does open the door. Like, for, you in this sense, like, Florida flops, Denver teams. goes in, and they're like, oh, wow, that's a, that's a kind of a crazy team. Or LSU yeah. might get in. Or Mizzou might get in. I mean, oh my gosh, Mizzou's Michigan's in, in that bracket too. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's oh. Michigan, LSU, Missouri, UCLA, that, Iowa. That they have been having a pretty good disgusting. season too. Disgusting. Like, yeah, that that is not going to be fair. LSU, Mizzou, UCLA, Michigan. No. That just sounds disgustingly unfair. It's gonna be it's gonna be a bloodbath to get out of there. Um, I think it'll end. It'll call for a good final for sure. Oh yeah, um, it's gonna be close as long as everybody hits. It'll be close for sure. I would love to see UCLA have a really good hit meet because they they've shown advance. that they can do it. Even if they don't advance, as long they, as they have a good meet. Yes, right. Yes, like, they could definitely makes it advance. I mean, they've got Jordan Childs, Emma Malabuyo. They've got Anna Pataraju from Canada. You know, Brooklyn Moores. Like they got Shay. They've got Shay Campbell. Shay Campbell won. Is a uh, god. Is a legend. She went. She went to nationals last year. Yep. Actually. Yeah. She traveled with LSU around the floor. So. Yep. So they got the talent. Yeah, it's just she, a matter she's of. She's a nine-nine average on vault and floor this season, it's and insane. that's crazy. And like I mentioned before, her she only does a Yurchenko full. Mm. That starts at a nine nine five. The fact that her average is at like a nine nine mm-hmm. is insane. Yeah, and she, she can has do been a one my... and a half. Most consistent hit this season, I've noticed. Yes, she's playing. she can do a one and a half. And she, she did get hurt doing it at Nationals last year. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why they've kind of like pulled back on it. She's capable of doing it, but they've held back on it for sure. And I understand why. It's totally, it's, it's that's the way that like uh, Cammie Weaver from Arkansas tore her ACL the very first meet doing a one and a half. And she landed straight legged feet out in front and i mean it was just game Ooh, over for yeah, her knees hurt. so yeah knees knees became yeah, a problem so, at that point yeah 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 for sure uh but um, yeah michigan michigan's a threat uh ucla is obviously a threat to them in that first section but we haven't talked about someone i think utah is next on this list at four they're ranked four utah if i'm if i my study correctly and google has not failed me they've been to the national championship a, a crap ton of times in a row yes they haven't missed yes. the national championship. Um, whether or not or they regionals? made it to the final, they haven't won one or in a while, have they? Yeah, they haven't. Um, which I mean, it's that's just how you know gymnastics is. It's just so competitive. I mean, year yeah, only year, one can win. Year. It's how it is. Yeah, exactly. That's how it works. I mean, but um, Utah is an interesting case because it has such a legacy in gymnastics. Yeah. I mean. Greg Marsden did so much for that program back, like, when he, I'm pretty sure, like, he was one of the first coaches for that, and he retired uh, end of 2010s, so now, and then his wife, uh, Megan, took it for a couple years, and now it's Tom Farden, and he has done such a phenomenal job with recruiting, I mean, he picked up uh, Emily Morgan, who was originally uh, committed to Cal, Sage Thompson, who was also committed to Cal, she's a level 10 star, she got a 10 on bars this year, I mean, Mm -hmm. She's huge. Like they are, they used to be very weak on beam, and he did some recruiting, and now they are not weak. Are on beam. A, no, no, they're not weak on beam anymore. I mean, they used to. Utah was solely a vault and floor team for years, mm-hmm. and now I mean, they're like a good all around team. And they have Miley O'Keefe, they have Abby Paulson, Adrian Randall. Like their beam lineup is 
it, it can go head to head with Florida's being like, and that's why it's I think. so cool that they're fourth. Like they were, they were, they needed something that was going to take them over the edge. It felt like it felt like they were always really good and they could stick around, but there was something always holding them back. Now you go out and recruit and you, you finally patch your holes. Boom. You're into the ne- you're next level you now. You're, the, you're now you're exactly. fourth. You're fourth in all of NCAA in the final 10 top 10 Jeez. rankings. What are you going to do with that yeah. now? And honestly, I'm going to keep it a buck with you. They got lucky and we're not put on the right side of this bracket. Oh, they, they, they dodged got very, a very bullet lucky. by like inches, it feels like. Um, <laughs> they like Bama, Michigan State, Oregon. They could get out of that. Oklahoma, Minnesota. They just have to beat out two of Bama or Minnesota. And I think they can do that free real estate. I think they could if they just hit. I mean, gotta have a good they beat. have had they have had some moments of weakness this year on beam, but um, that happens for the most part. I mean, yeah, it They're happens. Fourth still it for happens. a region, reason. Yeah, exactly. Region, for reason. So, um, so and then speaking of Alabama, they're, they're ranked fifth. Yeah, I they're mean, right there on the list. It, they're right there, four and five nationally. Yep. So I mean, and especially if they get Luisa Blanco back, like, and she feels ready to do all around or at least like two out of four events, especially beam. Mm-hmm. Beam is like her beam and bars are like her big thing like she is i believe the one of the reigning national champions on maybe beam or bars or something Mm -hmm. i mean i i don't have it off the top of my head but i mean her gymnastics is beautiful like it's it's insane and she has been huge for alabama because they've always been really good it's they they're another legacy team um but their thing is that they did fall down a couple in the past couple years but then again, recruiting. They got right. Makari Doggett. They got Lexi Graber, uh, Luisa Blanco. They have Lily Hudson, who I did not know was going to make that big of an impact. I knew she was good, but like she has been nailing like Beam, especially. She has been superb on Beam. I have her on my team for fantasy gymnastics, and she's been a lifesaver for me on Beam and occasionally floor, sometimes bars too. I mean, she's done the all around before, but it, she rarely does vault anymore. Right. So. Yeah, so that it makes them, it makes them a threat. Like Alabama, I mean, any of these teams are obviously threats, and I keep saying this, yes. but like we've we've keep talking about it. The, everyone has talent. Everyone in this top ten has talent, and it's like, have you felt in a? I don't know much about gymnastics past. Have you felt in a situation like this where you you're like, man, a lot of these teams could just make the final? Oh, absolutely. I mean, for a while, it was literally like Oklahoma, Florida. Uh, UCLA, Alabama, like they were taking really? the top spots for years. Mm-hmm. I mean, Georgia, they won like three or four in a row back in like the or late 2000s. Like they had Courtney Coupets, who now coaches them. Mm-hmm. I mean, she was, you know, she was the blueprint, one of the blueprints, I should say, for Georgia's program. And unfortunately, they've fallen a lot in the past few years, which is unfortunate. They have the talent, but it's just injuries everyone else and, got really good too yeah, you know yeah everybody else got better that's the that's the thing like i cannot remember i think the last time there was this much talent was after the 2016 olympics and there was kyla ross mm-hmm. maddie Koshin, maggie nichols like um i mean huge talent huge huge talent and even then i definitely think this this era that we are in right now this 2022 season is infinitely more insane with talent than it was with that 2016 group and like kyla ross and maggie nichols like they were on the way to getting like the most tens in ncaa history and then obviously like covid threw a wrench in that and ended their season right. early for their senior years but i mean who's to say that uh 
you know, Leanne Wong doesn't, you know, break out and be like 10, 10, 10 or yeah. Jade Carey. I mean, it just depends. Yeah, at that there's point. so many rookies. They're only freshmen. Rookies. I say rookies. Freshmen that are like, could just come in and be dominant. It just boosts yes. people up to higher status. Like Leanne is still really good. Like Suni yes. is an Olympic champion. <laughs> like yeah, she's the Olympic all around champion. Like, she's, she's got Olympic. a bronze she's medal seventh. on Mars. Like she's she's right. She's literally their the team's in seventh. They add some extra pieces. That team's deadly. Like you never yes. know. JC Vore even is like really good as a freshman in her specialist. She might go out this offseason and get better at vault floor and become an all around beast. You never know. Yes. Like it's just... absolutely. I mean, she also comes with a ten point start value vault. She, uh, yeah, she has a Yurchenko one and a half. Yeah, she just. Um, I think she was but hurt. she did have an Achilles tear, yeah. I believe, or maybe it was ACL. Yeah, she was hurt and she was, they were making her, her mom to come back. Yes. Yes, in her senior year. So it's good to see her do two events because um, not only coming do back good... from an injury in gymnastics is hard. Yeah. And any any sport. But... Any sport, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But especially in this because of the continuous use of those same yes. injuries. Like for basketball, I've noticed when you lose your Achilles or like when you hurt your Achilles, you lose a lot of explosiveness, right? You miss your first step. You lose a lot of the dunking ability, but you could still shoot the ball from three, pretty effectively, and not do put a lot of strain on your like on your self. Uh, Kevin Durant, yeah, prime yeah. example. He tore his AC. Or, I'm sorry, his Achilles. His last season with the Golden State Warriors in 2019. He sat out all of 2020 for the injury. Last season he came back and he's been dominant as ever. Like he's still a great player. I, I mean, yeah, so it's like and, it just and, that like, doesn't always happen in college. Gymnastics, because you still have to use those same explosive injuries to get exactly, exactly. Like you, you have to you're, do the same thing. The basics and the techniques are still there. Yeah. I mean, these are things that you learn, especially if you're elite or you're on the track to go to like a D one school, specifically like a top ten D one mm-hmm. school. You learn these things when you're like eight or nine years old. Yeah. I mean, like most eight and nine year olds do not have that kind of coordination, no. and it's crazy. Um, I mean, and they, that's something that you have to learn from a young age to protect yourself and your body. Yes. Yes. It's the muscle memory. That's mm-hmm. a big thing that I teach with my kids when I coach them is muscle memory. So body shaping is very important. Yeah. Conditioning is and in any sport. Absolutely. Very, important. Oh, very, very much. So, um, um I, we just use, I, I, and this isn't me less, we don't lessen any sports here. I don't, I don't lessen sports based off of what you play and what muscles you use. But I've learned a lot about the body and gymnastics because when, like, seriously, I was shook. Like, you can ask Dreen. When she told me how many how many Achilles injuries there were, I was like, why? Like, it, at first, like, I sat there and was like, what do you mean by that? Like, that doesn't sound right. And I'm, like, looking at them perform, like, actually, like, go through their meets. I'm like, you know what? That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> like, it's a lot. It's pounding on those ankles so and much. those knees and those hips. Oh, man. And, I mean... Speaking from experience, I did gymnastics for 10 years yes. and I got up to level eight, which in USAG, there is an NGA. Our gym does NGA now, mm-hmm. um, which is like a separate program. Um, but there's 10 levels uh, and level 10 is the highest you can go unless you want to go to elite. So level eight, like my back, my knees, my hips, you know, they were boom, 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 heavy pounding all the time. And so, you know, you have to find ways to protect your body. And now and she's like a lot of, 24 and old. Uh, her body. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. 24 going on 25. <laughs> and I've got like, you know, arthritis and like bad knees, bad hips, whatever. But um, a lot of NCAA coaches are really good about managing injuries. I mean, for example, Florida, they had Alex McMurtry for four years. One of the best. I mean, she mm-hmm. won. She was a national all-around champion in, I want to say, 2017, her senior season. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it was her junior season. Whatever year it was, I don't remember. Um, but she had an ongoing back injury, and it was always nagging and stuff. But she was doing, I mean, 
Yurchenko doubles. Uh, she would, she has gotten a gym slam before, so that'd be 10 on every event. And Trinity Thomas has done that. Kyla Ross has done that. Maggie Nichols, Bridget Sloan. Right. And I mean, the list goes on. Mm. And they managed her back injury so well that they would not let her compete like all around up until like mid end of season. And I think that's like perfect because they knew how to pace her. And that's how she won that all around title. So, I mean, it just at the end of the day, it does end up going down to certain coaches and how they coach certain things. Like if you look at certain programs and you're like, oh, they have a lot of injuries and like sometimes it happens. But there is also like injury prevention and injury like management. And some programs are better at that than others. I do think that's just general. Um, it's just depending around your yeah. Yes, sure. your doctors. Like how so, how good are your how good is your team doctors? And that's really exactly. important um, when it comes to managing injuries because I think as any franchise, any school, any program, anything in any sport, they have team doctors. Any every every everybody has team doctors. How good are your team doctors? And you're gonna have injuries no matter what sport you play. You're gonna have an injury. I've noticed that a lot. Like, dude, even esports have injuries. Some guy sat out of Overwatch League because he hurt his wrist playing fucking Overwatch. Like, it happens, right? How are you managing those injuries, and how are you recover? How is your how is your team helping you recover? And thankfully, the advance in medicine, especially with these Achilles injuries and ACL injuries, because a lot like not too long ago, these would be career-ending injuries. Like 10, 10, 15 years ago, these are career-ending yeah. injuries, at least in basketball and football. I've noticed. Now the doctors are able yeah. to manage it. You're back in six to twelve months. It's crazy. It's, it's I mean, amazing. It's insane. And like, I mean, uh, Kiana George from Cal, uh, she tore hers. Mm-hmm. She's taking that fifth year, that COVID year, and she tore hers right before preseason started, like right. right around when they started going back to school and stuff. She did an exhibition routine uh, recently mm-hmm. with full tumbling. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and it was. This has been. I want to say. September, she tore it, maybe, maybe August, September, and she's back. Mm. It's insane to me, yeah. you know, the medicine and, like, the exercises and all this stuff, like, these techniques. Physical it's therapy, the medicine, and the healing process, the doctors have gotten very advanced, medicine has become yes. very advanced, and we're honestly very grateful because it saves careers now. Seriously. Does, so for sure. In my humble um, opinion, in everything we've yeah. covered, I think we've done pretty good with talking about top 10 teams uh real quick recap oklahoma florida michigan utah alabama are your top five followed by lsu at six seven auburn we didn't talk much about minnesota cal and uh kentucky um so we can but those are your eight nine and tens yes uh minnesota uh, i actually know little to nothing about minnesota that's the one team i did not do too much studying on um well thankfully i do know a bit about minnesota like i'm not a super fan but i am a super fan you're a of super lexi fan of rambler so it helps a lot. i mean yes but, <laughs> but like specifically lexi rambler's gymnastics i mean she has her own skill named after her it's called the rambler it's a it, and this is gonna sound like you know greek to everyone but uh it's a shapashnikova full if i believe correctly um which means she is transitioning from the low bar to the high bar and she's doing like a backward laid out flip over the low bar rambler. so I just tapped to my head. that name sounds really um, familiar rambler yes rambler. Um, why does it sound familiar why is rambler familiar for me rambler i don't know <laughs> that sounds really familiar um, i don't know why but i mean she has multiple tens yeah. she has a 10 on beam she has a 10 i believe on vaults i mean she has a her on a loper maya hooten those three right there are your boom 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 especially on vault and floor Maya Hooten has multiple tens this season on floor. I have her on my on my fantasy team. I'm pretty sure. Um, mm. 
And she brings it every time. I mean, and her floor routine, it celebrates like black culture too, which is huge. Um, especially in a sport where they're like, you know, I've choreography has to be like ballet. And I've heard a lot more about <laughs> racism lately than I thought I would in women's gymnastics. That's for sure. <laughs> Yeah, um, that's that's a big thing. Um, that's another beast for another day. That's a, thing, yeah, that's but, a, that's a conversation for a whole other day. Yeah, but I mean, Minnesota has what it takes. They could have taken the uh, Big Ten title, I believe they did last year when Michigan slipped up. But uh, they had a little bit of an oopsie on beam this year, so happens. they weren't able to take it. But it's okay, it happens, happens. you know. Um, if they hit on that day, they could make it to nationals, and I would love and to see that. Once because... again, I will say this for the second time: that left side of the bracket is infinitely easier, in my humble opinion, than the right side of the bracket. Uh, from what I've learned, um, it is unbelievable. Because stacked. Minnesota, Minnesota could beat out Utah and Bama. They could do it. It's it's possible. Very, it's definitely very possible. possible. Like um, the... Alabama and Utah have shown like fragility at points in the season. Yeah. So, but so has Minnesota. Yes, so I mean, exactly. So you don't know it, who's hitting that day. Yeah. It really comes down to who's hitting that day. Exactly. It's like college I basketball. Agree. If you have a really good day, you could shoot like ten for fifteen from three, which is sixty six point six seven percent, which is unfreaking heard of. May I throw that out there? That is a <laughs> very high percentage um, from shooting three, and you just dominate the other team because you shot better than them that day. You hit your shots better. It just happens. If you're hitting your, yeah, if you're, mean, if you're yeah, sticking just, your it, landings, yeah. everything looks great. Your routines are elite. Boom. Golden. You're done. You're good. Like you can do all you can. And if you put your hundred percent in and you hit everything, you stick every landing or whatever, and they don't reward you for that. At the end of the day, there's not much you can do. You can put an inquiry in if it has to do with your start value. Say they didn't give you credit for a certain connection or jump or the judge happen to look down at their paper, which is rare, but it does happen. And they they look down at their paper and they miss a connection, right? I mean, then mm -hmm. the coach can go in and put an inquiry in. But when it comes down to like deductions for execution, they can't inquire about that. So you just kind of have to hope to God that they score you fairly. Because let's be honest, there is some rigged judging in NCAA gymnastics, unfortunately. And um, it's gotten it's... better to where more teams have been getting it. Mm -hmm. But... It still it still does cause a problem, at least amongst fans. All right. um, I'm gonna give you a prime so. example. I'm gonna give you a prime example. I know it's not gymnastics related. Anyone who watches me, I bet you guys follow football, right? You guys know understand football. Think of it like the SEC bias when it comes to rankings in college football. That's exactly the same thing as how it goes with uh, bias in gymnastics. That's what I've learned. That's been my comparison. And I know you'll understand that. You won't understand that, but the, the viewers that watch me will. So that's your I best mean, possible SEC example. I mean, SEC does have a, like, it's, SEC is a big thing in gymnastics. Like, yeah, it always I mean, has absolutely. been. I, I mean, mean we, just, we just talked about half of the teams in yeah. the top 10 are SEC teams. Like, or SEC teams. SEC is dominant in college sports outside of basketball. Basketball actually is not their domain for once. They're like, Kentucky's good, yeah. but like. Well, we saw what happened to Kentucky, so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, like, season uh, programs or, like, legendary programs. Kentucky's one of those. Yeah, like, the yeah. teams with the most wins in all of college sports are, like, Kentucky, Duke, who's not an SEC team. Uh, North Carolina, who's also, I don't think, is not an SEC team. And then uh, it's another blue school. Villanova. I think. There you go. Yeah. I was <laughs> like, it's another. They're all. Blue, blue runs uh, basketball. I learned that much. And then red yeah. runs football, if you ever want to learn. Because Bama, Ohio State. 
those type of teams are good in football. I was going to say, blue and red is a mix for gymnastics. I mean, Oklahoma, Utah, Florida. Alabama, and then there's Florida and Michigan. You never know. And then you throw, you know, LSU in there, and they're like, purple and gold. Hey, guys, what's up? <laughs> hey, you we know? didn't feel so, like being uh, red or blue today, so we'll, we'll, we'll join us purple. Them, you know? <laughs> We'll, we'll mix um, them both makes together. Makes some pretty leotards, but yeah, uh, they, do look, they yeah. do look pretty cool. I've noticed a lot yeah. of leotards are really dope looking. Like the Minnesota ones from their 10, 10, Big Ten championship were dope. They were dope. I mean, they have they were black. They used black and then gold as a, a, a accent. So um, that's that's a whole different thing. I could go down a whole. Oh, I'm a sucker for good uniforms. For I'm a sucker yeah, for good insane. uniforms. Like when I see cool uniforms, I'm like, that's dope. I love that. I respect that. But yeah, Minnesota's yeah. solid. Cal is solid as well. Um, they're in the same boat, in my opinion, as Minnesota. They're like a, a good team that have multiple can can do some things. And they're again, they're lucky to be in the side of the bracket that they are in. Because I wouldn't even yes, consider them if they sure. were in the same bracket as Michigan, LSU, Florida, and Auburn. So thankfully they ranked one step higher than Kentucky. Um But it's it comes down to what are you hitting that day? And that's the same for all of these exactly. teams. I think in the top ten. Are are you doing that well? Like the top seven teams i feel like are kind of like eh i feel like they're all pretty good uh if you're just mm. you know florida michigan lsu auburn you just got stuck in a very poor side of the bracket um but <laughs> you know utah utah bama are in the same boat like are you gonna hit that day are you gonna do well like you guys are good teams what are you gonna do when you get to that point where you need to exactly. actually make the big plays to move on and head to head to the national uh semifinals and the national championship potentially so yeah yeah for sure i mean I've always, in my mind, my mind has connected Minnesota and Cal together in the past few seasons because they are very comparable. Yeah, in my they're opinion. very similar. I've noticed. Um, so like obviously completely different conferences, completely different gymnasts, but it's just their success stories are very similar exactly. to me. Yeah. Um, and their results are very similar to me. So they're literally point one uh, one apart from each other in the national. Exactly. Exactly. Sports. So I mean, you get it. So the math, it the math is doing the math. The math yeah. is mathing. It's literally uh, there. But, um, Numbers don't and then right behind Cal, right behind Cal is Kentucky, yeah, which this is one of the best seasons they have had. Yeah, I mean, this is one of the best seasons they've had in a while. And a very competitive and SEC, are, may I add, because we've said it once yes, again. Yes, I mean that's huge. That's huge for them. Um, and they are being led by Raina Worley, who is a beast for them. I mean, this is the best season she's ever had. I mean, we knew she was good coming in. But, like, this is insane. I mean, she's gotten 9975 so many times this season, and we're really at – she should have gotten, like, a 10 at least once, I I think, mm -hmm. on at least floor. Um, but she's fun to watch, and she was ranked first in the all-around when NQS first dropped and not, like, every team had enough scores for an NQS. Um, so that's huge for Kentucky. I mean, they've been a program on the rise for a while, but like this year they're really hitting that stride and they have that 197.25 NQS, which is huge for mm. them. So it's, it'll be interesting to see what they do um, because unfortunately they are stuck with Florida and Auburn and Denver. But <laughs> and I mean, like I said, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they got LSU and Michigan. If they get out of that, they got to deal with UCLA, Michigan, yeah, LSU, so it's like, Mizzou, it's rough. like dang. Yeah, they, they got dealt a really bad hand, but I mean – Anything can happen. Like any, like any other sport, anything can happen, especially in gymnastics. You know, they can, somebody could count a fall on beam, and then suddenly they're in. I mean, you know, so it, it, it's just a wait and see game. But it, it is fun to like see um, what'll happen, really. Um, but I don't know if I will see Kentucky go past the semifinals. I mean, at the end of the day, I would love to see them. I mean, I, I'm a fan of the SEC gymnastics. 
I, that's what I grew up on. So we'll just have to wait and see. It's a wait and see game, like I said before. Um, so, and then, okay. So in the Norman regional, um, we have Oklahoma, which is the host team, obviously Minnesota, Cal, Arizona state, Boise state, Utah state, Arkansas, West Virginia, and Arizona. And I believe the play in is West Virginia versus Arizona. If I'm not mistaken, do you have that pulled up one more time? Um, West Virginia and Arizona for the play-in. I believe it's those two. On the... For the yeah, Norman yeah. West Virginia regional. Zona. Okay. Uh, and they would go in the same bracket as Oklahoma, Arizona State, and Arkansas. Okay. That's what I thought. Um, and I think that'll be interesting. Uh, Arkansas, they... When they hit, they could have a really good meet. I've noticed they have, they have had... some solid gymnasts on their yeah, roster. Yeah, for sure. But I mean, Kennedy Hambrick is their all-around. They're not even ranked. And Leah Smith. No. This, so. No, they're not. And I mean, they do have a young team. And like, they could pull out an upset. Their... They could beat like oh, out of Arizona State. Definitely possible. You know, they could pull. They could beat out Arizona possible. State. They could beat out West Virginia, Arizona, and move on to the next round. Uh, going further than that, I'm not sure. Could they beat out Minnesota and Cal? Maybe. Maybe I mean, it's, it's possible, but, but it's not as likely. It just depends. Yeah, I agree. I mean, if they hit, then they could be on their way. But mm-hmm. it it is a matter of if they hit. That exactly. like that is. At the end of the day, if they hit, that is like the slogan yeah, for is, postseason. That's the slogan for any postseason in NCAA because you only get one shot, right, each round. Exactly. You have to play like it's your last round in the tournament. And if you don't play like that, then you're going to – you could you lose. You're going to be out. Mm-hmm. I mean, then it really will be your last game. Exactly. Um, so you got to play like it's your – like. so – Like it's it. Uh, um, but – So, yeah, that's <laughs> huge. Yeah. I mean – I mean – and then there's the individuals in the Norman Regional. I mean, Vault, you know, they've got, and I mentioned this before stream, uh, or before uh, the before we started know, recording. Podcast. It, we, uh, yeah, before we started Gaylor recording. Griswold. You know, it's it's one Her. of those days. I'm having tongue tied. Uh, but Gaelic Griswold from Lindenwood, which you know is still a D2 program, but it's on its way to D1. She just made a. Um, she, she herself made a individual. That's pretty good. Yes, and that's huge considering they only started that program. I want to say in like the mid 2010s. That's huge for a, so, a fairly new and small, small program. program. Yeah, yeah, it's huge. Um, I mean, they have Alana Laster, I believe I'm pronouncing her name right, uh, from Illinois State. And then mm-hmm. they have Suki Fister from Ball State. And I'm partial to Ball State, obviously, For because obvious that is the reason, only right. team we have here. Yeah. She is also a, a fellow Hoosier, though. She is from, like, the Fort Wayne area. Oh, cool. Um, so I'm biased. Um, but she also does have a 10.0 start value vault. I believe all three of these girls do. Well, that's why they're um, here. She does, yeah. She does the same vault as uh, Haley Bryant, actually. Nice. Um, she does the front handspring pike half off. So. Okay. If she can hit, I would love to see her make it to nationals. That would be awesome. See how we'll, huge yeah, for we'll see State. how far they come. Uh, and obviously, I I hope we have uh, everything goes well. And I don't expect obviously numbers because podcast ain't huge. Um, but everything slaps how I want it to. We could we obviously will be back. We'll be talking about yes. regionals, semifinals. Like I'll be excited for that. All that fun stuff. So we'll be back. So I'm really excited yeah, to do we'll, that. We'll come back with results. I know. I mean, it's, it's a crazy concept. I'll either be very happy or I'll be very upset. Yep. We'll, we'll, we'll see how that goes. And I'll be disappointed um, in uh, Auburn for not making it for some reason. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. yeah, yeah it, I mean, somebody's going to have their heart broken. I'm slowly be becoming an Auburn fan. I've learned. I mean, that's a good one to go behind, though, like because Auburn. they have such a history. I hate Auburn but... in every other sport. <laughs> I swear. I don't know what it is about Auburn. They always make me mad. But this this one, 
Um, I'm cool this with Auburn. One, it's this it's team. Suny. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's literally because they got Suni. They have Darion Goldborn. They have Sophia Groth. Oh, I Sophia mean, Groth is on my team too. I love her. She, yeah, she has been putting in work. She too. is. She is very understated. I think. Dog, she is a averages a nine nine one nine on Beam. That's ridiculous. Beam is hard. Like, I mean, all gymnastics is hard, but Beam, I feel, is just so hard because well, it's, it's the hardest. Literally, a four inch piece of wood. Yeah, whatever. It's literally, like a four. Like, they put you on a four by four, essentially. Yeah. And tell you to balance on it off the ground and do While some doing flips and stuff on it. skills. Like, it's Think about that. Like, that's difficult. That's not easy. Like, not that gymnastics at any part is easy. But, like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. That's that's ridiculous. Like, that's a, that's a hard yeah. thing. And averaging, being consistent at something that hard. That's like Curry being super st- accurate. Shooting, like, 50% from, like, half court. That's unheard of. It's ridiculous, but it's it's a feat that you just don't see. It's like that's really cool. Yeah, it's a huge thing. Like if you can hit beam consistently every time, take Christina Desiderio from LSU for example. Mm. She is their leadoff. She hits pretty much every single time. Boom, 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 solid. Like she is the definition of a good leadoff. Um, uh, I mean, they had Erin McAdeg a few years back. Right. Uh, she graduated. I want to say before twenty twenty. She was their leadoff. Like, like, LSU has great leadoff girls on beam. Right. I mean, UCLA was in the same boat. Like, they had, um, I don't remember which Glenn twin it was, but they got a leadoff 10 on beam, and that's, like, impossible. There's only been two leadoff 10s in NCAA history, and that was Raina Gugino this year, mm-hmm. and it was one of the Glenn sisters a few years back. So it's, like, it, it's very hard. It is very, very, very hard to get a 10 in a leadoff spot. You have to be like exquisite i mean usually tens are reserved for that anchor spot or that second to last spot so if you manage to get one first in the lineup that means that you are doing everything right right clearly yeah <laughs> but um but yeah the norman regional i think oklahoma it's theirs for the taking if they don't oh absolutely it's theirs it's theirs to take they're the one seed overall they're the one seed here they have the home advantage they have like, home advantage they're in we're in oklahoma you should be fine you got it you got it they're gonna be- definitely yes. be biased because of home home stadium advantage and all that fun stuff. Yes, like, for sure, for sure. Um, but then again, it's like, who else is really competing against you? Like the next best team is Minnesota, and that's not saying too. And that's a big gap. I mean, that's they're eight. Huge. They are ranked eighth in the NCAA right now. So it's like that's a big gap between first and eighth. I mean, so we'll see how it goes. At that point, mm-hmm. yeah. At that point, it's a fight for second. Yeah. Really. And Arkansas, I think, can surprise people. Uh, all right. So yeah, as long as they hit. While we're exactly. in the region, uh, we will click. We will click. Quick prediction. Quick prediction. We'll go all the way up to the semifinal. We don't. We're not going to go okay. past that because right. we 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 aren't going to really know much. All the way up to the semifinal. In the first bracket, Minnesota, Cal, Boise State, Utah State. Who are your two coming out? Ooh, and why? I think you said you said it's Minnesota, Minnesota Cal, Cal, Boise State, Utah State. The two coming out of that that, it, re, that little I round. I think it's going to just be the obvious Minnesota Cal, but Boise State and thinking. Utah State have had yeah. bright spots this season. I mean, Boise State has. Emily Mullenhop, uh-huh. and she has been on that chase for that ten. She has multiple career highs yep. of a nine point nine seven five. So I mean, She's right there, she they could put in work. Who knows? Um, I'm gonna be, gonna be overzealous because I'm the madman. Uh, we have a motto on the show uh, where we call it "spicy, not stupid," um, <laughs> where we make spicy predictions, not stupid predictions, uh, even though they sound stupid. Uh, we go. I'm gonna go Minnesota for sure. I think Minnesota definitely. There's no way they don't finish first or second i don't think that if they don't finish first they're finishing second that's my honest opinion but i think boise state's gonna squeak in there i think boise state might take i think they're gonna upset it's definitely it's gonna be an upset it's definitely possible upset city that one that one 
Um, and then the that. next bracket, West Virginia and Arizona play in. Uh, I'm going to take West Virginia. Arizona's really I'm going to also though. say... I'm gonna say West Virginia also. Um, That's a hard one though. It's like it's a it hard could be close. It could that one could go either exactly. way. Exactly, it's uh, point But I definitely I agree with West Virginia on that one. Uh, and then so then I would put Oklahoma, Arizona State, Arkansas, West Virginia, and I'm also saying Oklahoma. And I'm going Arizona State's out. I think Arkansas uh, advances in out of those two. I it's it, definitely between Arkansas and Arizona State for me. Yeah. Um. Obviously, Oklahoma. Yeah. No, Oklahoma's the um, no-brainer. If you don't pick Oklahoma, yeah, you're crazy. It, like it would take a meteor falling out of the sky. They would have to onto have, the beam. God forbid, knock on wood. <laughs> they'd have to have like every every other player has to get hurt. That's the only way yes, that they don't. Which it. we don't want that to happen. No, that's why I said knock on wood because I I, I happens, hate injuries. Yeah. I want people to be at their best and compete at their best, and it's more fun than exactly. that happens. That I way. I agree. I 100 percent agree. But then for that second spot, I don't know. It's because hard. Arkansas State. Arizona State. Arizona State has been having a record breaking season, but so has Arkansas. Right. Arkansas. So I mean, it just depends. Like Arizona State did peter out a little bit at Pet Twelves, mm-hmm. um, and Arkansas. Didn't have a bad meet, but it definitely wasn't their best. Arkansas unfortunately has the the fun time of competing in the SEC, so. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, it'll be interesting to see them go up against, you know, teams Mm -hmm. like Oklahoma, Arizona State, all that stuff. So, but yeah, I think I'm going to put my bet on Oklahoma and Arizona State. Yeah, I'm going going Oklahoma, Arkansas. It's a close one, though. So then, yeah, uh, yeah, we can go with that. And then uh, we'll just do each individual one because, again, we don't know until it happens, honestly. Yeah, uh, you know, you know. Yeah. Out of all, the entire little like region there, I think mm-hmm. we will be sending probably <sighs> Oklahoma. I don't think uh-huh. I don't think Oklahoma loses that. I know it's it's really tough go because they, it could go any which way. I'm gonna go to Minnesota. I, I, those are the obvious choices, but like I feel like those are the right. I don't think I don't think anyone outside of those two shouldn't move on. Like don't get yeah, me wrong, Cal, Cal is probably good and like solid, and we've talked about how they're very comparable with Minnesota. But I think Minnesota just has the opportunity to hit more often than they than uh, Cal will in the, when it yes, comes to a I playoff agree. setting. Um, I think that if Minnesota doesn't make it to that final round, then it'll be Oklahoma and Cal for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, because like we said, and like you just said, they are very comparable with Minnesota, yeah. but Minnesota, I think does have that consistency exactly. and star power between Maya Hooten, Lexi Rambler and Anna Loper. Yeah, like they have just the, the I mean, ability to hit higher scores ex- yes, with their, with their yes. talent. So, so I think it's going to be those two, um, being from streaky that doesn't mean your peak's lower. That's all I have to say. Exactly. About that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, so I'm I'm gonna lock in Oklahoma and Minnesota. I'm, I'm so a, we're I'm both the on the same train I think on that, that one. one. Makes sense, but uh, yes. Arkansas yes. and Boise State are your my my on the on the bubble watch list right now. They're, they're your bubble team, yes, yeah. for sure. I totally agree. They could be a bubble team. All right, so we're gonna move on to the Auburn Regional, uh, which consists of Florida, Auburn, Kentucky, Denver, Georgia, Southern Utah, Ohio State, Iowa State, and Western Michigan. Iowa State and Western Michigan are your uh, play-in round teams uh winner of that will go into the same uh second round as florida yes. denver ohio state and ohio state uh so that's uh oh it's tough, it's tough. <laughs> there's a bloodbath over scary. here that's all i'm gonna it's say it's not as bad as the raleigh regional but it is still very yeah scary, the one underneath so. that is really bad the yeah the, the raleigh north carolina we'll get there when we get there. crazy but this one's probably next worst that in, like that agree. entire right side of the bracket is just ridiculous like it's just it's, to go it's to the national championship it, a gauntlet yeah it's, really. it's a gauntlet 
You got to be at your peak to get out of there. Like Kentucky could be an upset team. Denver low-key could be an upset team because they are, they, again, this is the same thing. They are lower seeds than the teams we've named, some of the teams we've named already. But they also hit, have the chance to hit super hard. Yeah, if they, they hit, get the point. they yeah. can be in. They've been I mean, in these situations before. They know what to expect. Like, they got experience there. And Georgia's nothing to laugh at either. And they're not even ranked. Like, they're not a seed. Yeah. Like, I mean, if Georgia could hit, if they could hit the effect that Georgia gymnastics has on NCAA gymnastics, like, I want them to be good yeah. again. I do. I really do. And I'm not saying they're bad, but, right. like, they definitely have fallen. They're not as good as they once were. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like, they aren't winning national championships anymore, unfortunately. But, like, they do have the star power. And if they could just get past those injuries and, like, work on that beam consistently, like, especially yeah. beam. Because that's been their Achilles heel this year yep. is beam. Exactly. Beam, beam, beam. I mean, they counted, like, five falls at one meter, four or five falls against Florida. And I was like, this isn't Georgia, you know? Right. Like, they should be, you know, hitting these. But um, if Georgia could just hit, they could possibly be in the mix. It's a possibility. It's tough. Um, uh, it's a little bit more of a reach. Exactly. But it's still a possibility. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> Auburn, Kentucky, Georgia, Southern Utah. I'm going Auburn, Kentucky. I'm not thinking twice about it. I'm sorry. I have to, I have to go there. Yeah. It's I hard agree. for me not to otherwise. I agree. I, I can't bet I against SUNY first and foremost. And then I, it's like, I want to, well, they have the home advantage yeah, too. That too. So. That's really huge. They are in Auburn, Alabama, which is really nice. Um, but like Kentucky also is SEC. So is Georgia, but like. They were it's ranked Kentucky. last in the SEC, yeah, unfortunately. We're so about right now, so Kentucky. I think Kentucky will take it with Raina Worley, Callie Nixon, mm-hmm. and Josie Angeny. Like I, I mean, they they have some like, hard hitters. If we have to go so. based off of how Kentucky sports has been these last few months, I uh, I'm just not looking good for y'all over in the gymnastics. <laughs> world right now. It, it, yeah, it's looking a little rough over there for the Wildcats, yeah. but um, they've been doing pretty well for gymnastics. So I'm, they fingers keep crossed, you know. They looked pretty good in basketball too. <laughs> Kentucky, Kentucky lost to St. Peter's in men's, and I believe they lost to Princeton. Yes, it was on the Princeton. women's side as a six seed. I was pissed. I was heated. I was like, "You've got to be kidding me!" I was like, me. "Damn, they are just throwing everything like, away in the first oh. round and everything." I was like, "You've got to be kidding me!" Both teams. Kentucky gymnastics. I'm going to need you to. You guys obviously, hey, you have a, a chance bit. to overtake basketball right now in the in the championship world. Just process that for a minute. Just think about it. Think about you guys. That for just a remember that when you guys start to go out there to perform, that should be your speech. We can get further than either of the basketball teams if we just win this. If we finish second in this meet, which isn't necessarily a terrible thing for them to do, I think they could do it easily. easily. I think they could easily do that. Yeah, no problem. Uh, the next <laughs> next section of this uh, Auburn friggin' meet is Florida, which is interesting that the uh, home home quote unquote home field advantage went to. The seventh seed. I don't know how the yeah. regionals are decided, but say they've been picked place. out for years in advance. Oh, okay. So nah, you can't really. Oh, and I bet you they give them like if they're if they're from one, either of those regions, they're like, yeah, we'll slap you in that region. Makes yeah, sense. I mean, I believe Florida has a regional within like the next two years, so they will have it at the Odom. Yeah, if if they, I want to go. I'm yeah, if they get a good going, bracket, but all the way down to Florida. Yeah, yeah, I have actually my former boss actually lives down there, so. Um, yeah, they go dope. to Gator meets rel- re- relatively often during the season, and I've I've gone down there with them That's before. Cool. So That's cool. yeah, I would love, and I would love to see this this senior class take a fifth year, so that I can go down there and see like Trinity Thomas and stuff That's like true. that. That'd be so, really cool. 
That'd be huge. Um, um, so this one, the two seeds, Florida, Denver at the 15th seed, Ohio State sitting at the three or the third section there. Uh, Iowa State, Western Michigan have the play-in. Um, I'm saying Iowa State. I am also saying Iowa State, but I'm also an Iowa State bias. Uh, for anyone who does Tyler. not know, my cousin played for Iowa State. His name is Daryl Bowie. He played uh, Iowa State as a fifth-year senior, senior in basketball. Uh, they went to the NCAA tournament. They won the Big Ten championship. I believe that's what they're in. Big 12? Big 10? Big 12? Big, Big 10? 12. Big, Big 12, 12, I think. They won the Big 12 At least gymnastics is in Big 12. Uh, let's um, find out. Uh, Iowa St- Iowa is in Big 10. I know that for sure. And then Iowa State in gymnastics is Big 12. So uh, I'm Iowa not State, sure. Basketball, I know some. What, what am I looking for? Region? I know some Conference. sports just depends, but. They're in Big 12. Um, okay. They won okay. the Big that 10 12 championship while they were there. Uh, I remember because that was really, really fun. I watched him run the gauntlet on that tournament, and it was really cool. Um, made the NCAA tournament, won their first round game, lost to Nevada in the second round. Uh, but Nevada was on one. They had two NBA play- future NBA players on their team, which never happens for the University of Nevada. <laughs> so, right, that's, yeah, that's that, kind of Yeah, huge. that never happens. Uh, they're twins, too, which is even cooler. Um, oh, dang. Yeah, that's for awesome. the first time ever this season, they played against each other in the first time in their lives. They were. Um, oh, I mean, yeah, I'm sure they're used to playing. They were with always each playing other with each other up. growing up. They went to the same college. They actually, uh, one got drafted, one did not get drafted. Uh, got drafted. Uh, Cody and Caleb Martin, for anyone who doesn't know, uh, went to the Charlotte Hornets. Then the, uh, I believe Cody went to the Charlotte was drafted in the second round. Uh, the other one didn't get drafted at all. Then Charlotte Hornets picked him up as an undrafted free agent, and they actually kept him because they had a crap ton of injuries. So they were like, oh, we'll play you. And then they ended up playing really well in the NBA. Like they, they weren't like over the top. But they were like good yeah. enough to stay on the roster, right? Then, then they got a bunch of people back, and uh, Lamelo Ball got drafted. PJ Washington gave me these are NBA players that are on the Hornets. They were like, okay, we need to get rid of one of them because they're at the bottom of the roster. They cut one of them, and now the other one plays for the Miami Heat. And they ended up meeting up with like playing against each other for the first time, one on the Heat, one on the Hornets. And I thought that was pretty cool. That's actually really cool. There's a similar situation actually like that in the NCAA. It's the Loim sisters. They are freshmen. Mm-hmm. One goes to Iowa State actually, and the wow, other the one goes to i want to say boise state that's cool I think. that's I a know. very so, interesting decision like from dynamic, both of them yeah, like yeah. one went to the midwest one, one was like yeah let's go to idaho <laughs> <laughs> oh, boise state's idaho. cool and all though um I, one of my friends went to boise state so uh, boise state's cool bluefield's dope that's about all i can say yeah, about that yeah for sure um, um but yeah so iowa state yeah, definitely iowa wins state. i think iowa state beats western michigan right that's what we said. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Florida, Denver, Ohio State, Iowa State. I, I feel like I have to go Florida, Denver. I don't think I can really give Ohio yeah. State or Iowa State the bump over Denver. Um, It's really hard for me to make that decision. Again. I think if there was one to unsee Denver, probably Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Um, They did have a really good meet this at uh, Big Ten. Tens. But they were in this. They were in the evening session, which hasn't happened in a while for them. Um, so, if there's one team that could take Denver spot, it probably would be Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Uh, their current coach Meredith Policivic, she has been doing a great job with them, uh, especially this year. Uh, so, oh, I would love to see them make it to the finals. But if they don't, then I think Denver and Florida. For anyone for who sure. doesn't understand how evening morning sessions work in the conference championships. I learned this one uh, during the conference championship week, like a week ago. <laughs> um, they have the bottom four or the, like the f- five through eight ranked teams, uh, unless they have six people in the meet or something like whatever. Yeah, it depends it on the conference. Depends on the but... conference, right? The bottom half of the conference 
competes in the morning session, which means it's like the it's like the quote unquote least entertaining of the. It's two. usually the lower scoring. Right. It's usually session. the lower scoring sessions, uh, which we said about the SEC. You guys heard that. Then the evening session is the top ranked teams, right? So like for the SEC, yes. I'm gonna use them as an example because I watched that one. The bottom four teams, it was four, five through eight, were in the morning, and then teams one through four were in the morning or the evening session. Teams one through four finished one, two, four, and eight or five and something something like that. Yes. Like Mizu was the only one that was like in the bottom that finished like top three or something like that. It was really and they had a great and they had a meet. Great yeah. Meet. yeah, we talked about that for a while. We were Huge like, damn, meet. why were they so good? <laughs> like, what happened? Those freshmen. Like, it's that freshman class. Yeah, it popped off. So um, yeah. that's that's what happens in the conference championships. Uh, yes, the bottom teams do have a chance to win still, mm-hmm. but it's oh, least yeah, likely. It's like not. It's, as I don't. I believe it hasn't happened before, and if it has happened, I don't have recollection. And Mizu, <laughs> Mizu, Loki was kind of close. They really did. They really were. Well. They were very close. I mean, they Florida were close to Florida, better. but they were definitely yes. Florida. I mean, Florida's just. It's Florida's only, just better. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think it'll be Florida and Denver, and then Auburn and Kentucky for the final. Um, so. Watch me be completely wrong, and it's only like Florida, Auburn, and then it ends up being like Ohio State and freaking mm-hmm. Iowa State or something, something that we don't expect. Right. You never know. You never know what's going to pop up out of nowhere in the NCAA. Yeah, yeah. I mean, shoot. Okay, but... so uh, we're in general consensus on Florida, Denver, Auburn, Kentucky. Two. You have to pick two of those. I mean, Oof. I have to say Florida Auburn. I feel like that's this this little section might choice. be the easiest part. When it gets to the semifinals where it's like what the f- what is happening? <laughs> Cuz yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, I do think Florida Auburn, but Kentucky could easily yeah, just Kentucky. go right in. If Auburn has an off day, Kentucky said, "Hey, this is my spot now and go to Nationals." We've seen Auburn have off I days. I love that. Oh yeah. We've seen they it. had off days. Like SUNY fell it's off a beat. It's very rare, but yeah, I mean, yeah, if SUNY has an off day, usually it kind of indicates the rest of the group, yeah. unfortunately. She's their um, anchor in almost every event. In almost every event. The only difference, I believe, is Florida yeah. is Darion Goborn. Yeah, and SUNY's like and, fifth in that event. Yes, and she's usually the second to last spot. And then Vault, I want to say it's either Drew Watson or Darion Goborn. Maybe sometimes SUNY because she does do those 10-0 start value vaults yeah. now. Because she has been having them for... Uh, elite season yeah so she's been working towards doing a chang which is uh a vault that a lot of uh top vaulters do um it is a round off entry back handspring with a half twist so it's not like a regular yurchenko you're doing they're adding that half twist onto the table mm-hmm. and then with a chang i believe you go two times around i think it's two times she has been training a lopez which is just one and a half times i believe mm-hmm. uh maybe one time i don't know the specifics i can't remember it off the top of my head i'd have to look at it um, for context, like I said, she's trading the Chang. For context, Simone Biles's vault, uh, the Biles vault, not the double pike. Yeah. She does have a Chang entry vault, and I believe it is two and a half twists, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, two and a half twists out of that round off half back handspring. So it's huge. If, if I'm not wrong, somebody's going to crucify me somewhere. But look, like, it's been a long time since Elite Gymnastics has been around. Hey, um, yeah, I mean, you're the expert, not me, so. <laughs> yeah, um, okay. so we're in general consensus that it feels like Auburn, Florida are the teams that are going to go to the semifinal there. Um, and if not, then Kentucky, uh, Kentucky, Florida. has a chance. Uh, we think Kentucky's not so far out of taking one of their yes, spots. absolutely, absolutely. 
Moving on to the deadliest region in all the land. Oh, uh, the Rayleigh, North Carolina. We have UNC is a play-in team, and they are in their home home area, along with, I believe, NC State is also here, too. Yes, they are the home team. Yes, they are hosting. So that's really cool. Uh, LSU, Mizzou, Iowa, North Carolina State is in the first bracket. The second bracket is Michigan, Usula, Maryland, and then Towson or UNC is the play-in. I think UNC is going to upset Towson in the... Oh, uh, I think USC will absolutely take that spot. I mean, they have former Georgia coach Dana Durante, so... And they've been having a great season. They won Eagle Championships, I believe. Right. Was it them or was it George Washington? And UNC has a lot to fill right now because UNC in basketball is having great, a great season, by the way. They are an eight seed, and I believe they're in the Elite Eight uh, playing (laughs) St. Pete. I mean, at this point, I'm not even going to guess who's going to win. They've met their end. It's over for them. (laughs) I forgot (laughs) they're playing St. Peter's today. (laughs) Oh, God. They are the bracket ruiners, St. Peter's. Oh, shoot. um, I didn't know the games were starting so early today. Yeah. Huh. Um, but I think UNC will take that play in spot and then Towson will be out, which Towson has been having a really good season, but I do think UNC has been having a better season. Mm-hmm. Um, they are out with Lali Dekanoidze. She is a freshman and she was huge for them, but she had a season and or a season ending knee injury, mm-hmm. um, unfortunately. So, you know, hopefully she's back in time for next season and all healthy and ready to go because she was huge for them. But I think US, UNC will take that play in spot and then so it would be Michigan, UCLA, we said Maryland, and then the play-in spot? Um, the play-in spot, yeah, Michigan, UCLA, Maryland, and then the play-in spot's Towson, North Carolina. Okay, so I think from that one... North Carolina be... definitely takes the play-in. We've established that. Yes, 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 I agree. And then I think it'll be UCLA and Michigan, but if UCLA has a really, really bad day, which is possible, I mean, their first meet was awful. You know who I, might I love be... UCLA, but... You, North Carolina but, might be a shocker in this little bracket. They could. Um, I still I mean, think like Michigan I said, UCLA because UCLA is very talented. Um, they have they have so many Olympians on their yeah. team. Like they should not be. They, you know, I feel like they shouldn't be this low. No, but they've been struggling they've with consistency yeah. this season, and they've been having their own issues. I bet you next the season scenes. they're going to be fine. Um, they've had yes. a lot of issues when it comes to actual individual players and individual yes. talent, injuries, and, and all, all that stuff. stuff. So like, uh, we we understand that. So next season, hopefully, they get a lot of mental focus back because you know when when scandals and stupid stuff happens all that stuff happens yeah it it's, messes with the it's rough synergy and i really and hope a lot of that so hopefully that, they fix it yeah, and i really the hope they find their peace it too because it's been one of those big yeah. things that we haven't really they haven't really addressed thing. as much too uh, if anybody wants um, to know just look up ucla gymnastics and you'll find out um yeah. but michigan is uh, just too talented ucla is really good when they're hitting uh but they could be this low and they could be a dark horse because of how talented they are you never know they'd be like you know what we're here anything can happen let's focus up i mean that's what we've been saying anything can happen as long as they hit mm-hmm. that's that's the slogan as long as they hit um, um from the other one <laughs> i'm gonna say lsu lsu for sure and, well, well i don't know if i would say for sure because they have not been having a good time towards the end of the season i mean you're not wrong we saw secs you're not wrong they counted a bar fault. They count. They could not count Haley Bryant's vault score. Yep. They Haley had a fell beam. on they had, yeah. vault. She didn't even perform the correct vault. Actually, she I'm assuming must have had poor foot placement on the board, which happens. Yeah, she like messed up. She had like a nine um, oh something or something crazy. Like yeah, that. she did not do her front handspring pie calf. She did a front handspring, and then started to twist. She had the half, but she tucked her knees, so it was a tuck. So uh-huh. it's not a ten oh. But then she also fell. Yeah, so it was crazy. I mean, it was already a, yeah. So, um, it was really but bad. I will say. 
I do think that it'll be LSU, and then I would love to see Missouri make it to the semifinal. Um, but Iowa, I don't know. Iowa could definitely take that spot if one of those teams has an off. Game, Once again, for sure. Hey, listen, this is one of those times. Uh, college sports, Iowa. Listen, you have a chance to be better than your <laughs> basketball counterparts. I put too much faith in Caitlin Clark on the women's side. They lost in the second round to Creighton. Creighton. It hurts. Creighton. Okay. Creighton. Okay. You can do this. <laughs> if you're going to upset anyone, please upset Mizu. I'll do I'll, I'll I'll be okay with that. I'll take I'll take it. Um I'll take the Mizu loss, but I would not be upset if it was Mizu and Iowa. Mizu just because oh, that would be fun. You think upsetting LSU? Ooh. I, they could. Ooh. I mean, they could. I think if there's an upset to happen, it could definitely happen to Missouri more likely than LSU. But it could. But LSU has shown a lot of inconsistency this season in comparison to like Michigan, Florida, Oklahoma. You know, so um, especially postseason. I mean, they didn't even make it to the finals last year. They made it to nationals, but they got locked out by. Uh, it was. It ended up being uh, Florida. Uh, Utah, Michigan, and Oklahoma, they yeah. got locked out. I mean, they placed, they ended up sixth, I believe. So, and then there was Alabama in front of them. So, I mean, anything can happen. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I'm going to keep saying this and I'm going to sound like a broken record, it's but literally anything sports. can happen. It's college sports for you. That's just how it is. I'm going to uh, go LSU, Mizzou. Uh, I'm going to say the safe choice. Usula, I think those are right. Yes, yes, yes. But I agree. anything's possible. Anything's possible. But if Missouri or LSU have a bad day, then I think Iowa can All right. in there. Now we're ready because this is where we get to spicy, not stupid. Oof. Okay. LSU, Mizzou, Michigan, Usula. Two. Two go. I say Michigan? Ooh. Yes, for sure. I agree. Michigan. And here, here's the and fun take. I'm going to be spicy. I was going to say UCLA also. I'm going to be spicy and say UCLA because I think it's, if they that's can the get team. in that mindset. That's the yes, team. Yes, I mean they have the talent to get. I, I believe in underdogs, and if you have a, you can get into like if you have good leadership, and you're and they're like enforcing in these in the training and in the practices this coming week, and they're like, listen, we're we're here for a reason. Still, things happen, right? We weren't at our best, and we know why we weren't at our best. Let's focus up. We can still get to a national championship. We are still yeah, talented enough to I get mean, there. Now let's I do it. Would love it. I mean, as as you know, St. Peter's has taught us anything can fucking happen. Anything so is possible with anybody. <laughs> so as long as I you as long as you get to the love... dance, you can start dancing. That's all that matters. Yes. I, so I'm gonna say I'm gonna be spicy, and I'm gonna say Michigan and UCLA. That's what, that, yeah, I was thinking that from a, for a minute. But if not, then Michigan and LSU. Yeah. But I'm going with Michigan and UCLA. Yeah. Um. Okay. Then Seattle. So the Seattle regional. This one is, is light. Still, this feels light. Yeah, this is definitely light in comparison to Raleigh and Auburn, mm-hmm. um, for sure. Uh, I mean, there's Still Utah, Alabama, Michigan State, yeah, Oregon State, BYU, Washington is the home team mm-hmm. they're hosting, Illinois, Stanford, and San Jose State. And I believe it's Stanford and San Jose are your players. play in. Yes. And I think Stanford will take that, but... I also agree. And that's a big but. That's a big but. San Jose State has been having a very, very good record-breaking season. Um, and Stanford isn't always known for their consistency. They have had a rough past few years, but they have also had a really good season this year. Yeah, so I do know. think Stanford will take it. San Jose is a it cool school every once in a while. When they get to do stuff, they're fun to – they're fun when they're in because they, yes, they usually yes. – like same with like any any other sport. When they're actually like they, – they, they, they surprise people all the time. I don't know why. It's always San Jose yeah. State. I, I don't know what it is about them, but they always <laughs> do some crazy stuff. 
They're the Spartans, and I mean, right? Yes. Ha-ha. Yes, it is Spartans. Okay, I had to make sure I was talking there's about There's actually school. two teams with Spartans. Yeah, Michigan there's State. Michigan State and there's San Jose. Um, but I will wow. say, yeah, I know. Um, they, it, it, I mean, anything can happen because last year, NC State was the play-in team. Mm-hmm. They made it to the finals. Wow. For that regional. So they had to compete three days in a row, pretty much. And they got all the way there. That's hard. That's hard to do. And they ended fourth. I mean, that's huge for a program like that. Yeah. Because uh, they're not a top-name program. They have a lot of talented gymnasts, but they are not up there, obviously, with LSU, Florida, you know, Minnesota, Michigan, like all those teams. Mm-hmm. But there's still a possibility that a team like Stanford or San Jose State can just sneak their way to the final. And that would be phenomenal, especially for San Jose State. I mean, Stanford has made it to nationals before in the past. Um, they used to be, like, you know, a huge scoring team. And then they just kind of, you know, fell down in the past few years with coaching changes and all that stuff. But um, Tabitha Yim has been doing a really good job this year with them especially. Right. So I would, I think they're going to take that play-in spot for sure. Yeah, I think Stanford's there. But you never know. San Jose State's hanging around for a reason. Sneak in there. Uh, so in the first matchup, we have Bama-Michigan State, BYU-Washington. Washington's the host. I think it's going to be pretty out front, Alabama, Michigan State. Yeah. Um, BYU has had some big meets this season, I've, yeah, but I've heard it, I've heard Michigan their name State has times. had a bigger season. Yeah, I've heard, their, yes. I've heard BYU mentioned a couple times, but I don't think it's going to be good enough. Like, they, No, yeah. I mean, Michigan State has had a record-breaking season this year. I mean, Skyla Schulte, freshman of the year for Big Ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike Rowe, coach of the year for Big Ten. You know, they were in the evening session, right. which – I don't know the last time that happened for them, you know. Yeah. They finished great. they finished second. That's huge. Actually, I'm pretty sure. That's huge for them. They have been a program that was one of like they didn't have a full season last year because of COVID. They end they ended season in February because they just kept getting hit with COVID and they were like, It's not worth it. Like, we'll just try again next year. And it paid off, no, clearly. Yeah. They had more time to rest. And uh, I mean, these freshmen that came in, uh Gabby Steven, Skyla Schulte, like huge game changers for the Spartans. Mm. I mean Massive game changer. So I think it's going to be Alabama and Michigan State for sure. Um, not much competition between the other two. Uh, Washington has had a better season than before because they do have a new coach this year. Um, BYU could sneak in there if Michigan State does have a really bad day, but I do think at the end of the day that it will be those. Yeah, other Bama, two Michigan State two. just make the most sense. Um, yes. And then between Utah, Utah Oregon State, uh, Illinois, um, and, and then the Stanford playing, which we say. Uh, I'm going to go Oregon State, Utah. Um, I know those are the obvious choices, but I think Oregon State has a higher ceiling than the other two that are below them. And I think Utah is just obviously talented out the wazoo. So that's I mean, yeah, they're ranked fourth. You know, they have Miley O'Keefe. They have Grace McCallum. They have two Olympians on their team. And they had Kara Aker, who is an alternate. alternate. (laughs) So, I mean, it's insane. You know, Kara's been out with injury most of the season. She did compete like a couple handful of times on beam. But if she's back and healthy, she can hit beam for them and – bring a monster score, which would be great for them because they already have Crystal Issa. They have Adrian Randall. They have Abby Paulson. So, I mean, that can just add, like, fuel to it, you know. Uh, Oregon State, Jade Carey, enough said. I mean, she – her momentum that she has brought to the team has been astronomical, really. I mean, and uh, Tanya Chaplin, their head coach, she is – uh, coach of the year for Pac-12. So, I mean, they almost swept the awards this mm-hmm. year for the conference because, you know, they had, like I said earlier, Jade Carey, 
gymnast and freshman of the year for Pac-12, which has never happened. It's unheard of. Right. I mean, she's been that dominant. And that's how good Utah so, is as a program right now, that they yes, can be definitely. that dominant. So well, Yeah, yeah. so both teams. Um, so yeah. I think it will be Utah and Oregon State for sure. Um, after that. I just After that, I mean, there's just such a drop-off between Oregon State and Illinois and Stanford. Yeah, that's um, tough because the Oregon State, the gap between Oregon State and Illinois, who's the next best team in that little bracket, it's hard. It's huge. It's really it's a, hard. It is a very big, big jump. Yeah. So. So then. That's why we said the this one wasn't as be... bad. Or it wasn't as yeah, bad yeah. It's definitely a lot tamer than than the the, the fact that Iowa two, Missouri sure. feels like a close gap. UCLA is 14th. Like that's crazy. Yeah, like that's it's, there. It's, it's, it's doable. So. It's it's there. It's a it's an option. Um. So we went with the the top four uh mm. ranked for the Seattle regional, which is Utah, Alabama, Michigan State, and or yeah Oregon, Oregon State. State. So. I mean, I think Utah I would goes. Love an upset. I think Utah goes. I, Utah absolutely goes, barring disaster. Yeah, I think Utah is your number one out of that little section. Yes, I agree. This I agree one 100%. feels very upset prone because. Oh, I agree. Uh, because Alabama, anything could happen with them. I mean, especially if Luisa Blanco is still out. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's been training bars, mm-hmm. uh, from what I've heard. Um, so that is hopeful for them, mm-hmm. but I don't think she'll compete all around, which. She does compete a one and a half on vault, if I'm not mistaken. So that is a 10-0 vault that they will probably lose. And then her floor, she usually brings 9-9 and above. So um, if she can only do bars, it's still going to be hard for them. Um, but it's a little bit more doable because, you know, they still have Makari Doggett on bars. They still have Lexi Graber on three. They have Lily Hudson that they can put on three, possibly four. So, I mean, it just depends. Um, but I do think that if there is an upset, it could easily go to Michigan State or Oregon State. Yeah. I mean, those two programs are pretty comparable right now mm-hmm. with the success they've been having. And they're right next to each other's rankings, too. So. Yeah, I mean, it's insane. So I would love to see Michigan State make it, though. I mean, Oof. I don't think they've ever made it to nationals. And if they have, it's been a very long time. So, but if not, then Oregon State, because Oregon State has made it recently. Like I said, a few years ago when Florida had the beam meltdown, yeah. um, Oregon State went in with the, with Denver over Florida. That's crazy. So, and Florida, so it's Florida possible. was a it's one seed possible. at the time, too, weren't they? Uh, they were up there. Um, was this last they, year? No, this was, oh, this was 2019. Okay. This was 2019. This was before yeah, this the was COVID This was pre-COVID, and this was post-UCLA winning a national championship, okay. which, by the way... Still the best college meet that has ever existed. Uh, but, you know. So, I'm going to say Utah for sure. Yeah, that's the only one I feel confident in saying right now. And then I'm going to say Alabama. But uh-huh. if Luisa Blanco is not competing anything, it could still be anybody's game. Okay, I'm going to go U- Utah for sure. Oh, man. Um, um, I'm going to go Oregon State. I'm going to go Oregon State. I'm going to go That's Oregon. Yeah, go honestly, Oregon. that was like, I would like, my heart wants to see Michigan State there because they have surged this yeah. year. I mean, I'm going to go Oregon State. But I, I think that if there was an upset likely, it probably would that's, be Oregon that's, State that's because Jade Carey's superpower, like her superpower and her star power are enough to push her teammates to get that much better. Exactly. And they have Maddie Dagan yeah. too. I mean, she's an all-arounder too. So, and I'm hoping that Caitlin Yanish will be back from injury because she did have a slight ankle injury a few weeks ago, and she did not compete at Pac-12s, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. So if she's back, then that's another huge vault and floor score for them um, that they can use. Right. So that would be huge for them. But um, if Alabama does hit everything, then I think it would be Utah-Alabama. Yeah, that's a tough call. Sure. It's a tough call. It is. It definitely is. It definitely, definitely is. Yeah, so 
So if if anything if everything goes how according to plan, and we'll be we'll be back when it, after regionals to talk about nationals, which is going to be yes, crazier. And that's exciting. We'll see how well of a prediction game we have. So <laughs> watch us be completely wrong, and we just get it completely utterly wrong with like one or two correct answers. I mean, I it's would... really hard. We picked a lot of top seeds, so it's really hard. Unless like yeah. Michigan has a meltdown, Florida has a meltdown, Auburn has meltdowns. Like I wouldn't be surprised. Like we we, we even yeah. said like Kentucky's a good team; they have a chance. Like we're not gonna see like Georgia Southern Utah. We're not gonna. There's no way that happens. Like it doesn't make sense. And if it does, if it does, I will. Yeah, I I I will be shocked, but I would be very happy for them. Like good for them. (laughs) Shout out to them. But like, it seems unlikely. But you never know. It's college. Anything can happen. College gymnastics, college sports in general. Anything's possible. Clearly, clearly, clearly. We've seen this. Yeah, we've seen the season (laughs) of craziness. Like, I'm watching a 15 seed make the Elite Eight, which is. Never, this is the first time in it's NCAA bonkers. history. That is like insane to think about. It's the first time it's ever happened, and they're playing an eight seed who just upset a one seed. Like it's it's like it's they crazy. beat Baylor, so who's the defending champions. Like oh man, North Carolina is just. I'm holding out for Indiana women's uh, basketball. Like that is that's, that's the one thing going for you. That's the one thing I have going for me because clearly Purdue just threw it all away. So. But hey, Indiana basketball, am I right, guys? Like, I'm just excited for the uh, final final four because I I I want I don't care about the winner of St. Peter's North Carolina because I think it'll be cool. The only reason I want I don't care who wins it, I want North Carolina to win it, and the only reason is because I want to I want the Duke North Carolina rematch. Um, That's we fair. had it That's earlier in the fair. season in the ACC tournament, and UNC upset Duke. Duke was the one seat, so they, they yeah. UNC was so they rolling. So it was really cool, and we were like, "Oh, Duke's having a meltdown. What's going on? Like, are you okay, Duke? Are you good? What's popping? What's are you are you are y'all okay? Like, what's are, what's going on?" And then obviously they're in the final four now, so obviously the meltdown was irrelevant. But now they're gonna get the rematch, <laughs> and oh. and that would be actually really exciting to see. Yeah, because then because if if they can prove that that wasn't a fluke game, then North Carolina I mean, probably will huge. be your champions. Honestly, they'll probably yeah, play. Yeah. They'll play the winner of Villanova, and then whoever wins out of Miami, Kansas whoever goes out of that one. But like I said, this is my point. Blue schools run the freaking NCAA. The final four is consisted of <laughs> Villanova, true. who is a blue school, Duke, who is a blue school, St. Peter's and North Carolina are both blue schools, and then the la- uh, Miami's doesn't count. <laughs> Kansas is there. And Kansas, but five <laughs> of the, the last six the teams are blue schools. That's ridiculous. So I-, I hope Kansas wins just to keep the blue school trend going. That's and fair. it doesn't matter That's after fair. that. I mean, it, yeah. Blue wins another championship. That's all I know. <laughs> like I don't remember who won last year. Baylor. Baylor's green. They don't count. That's crazy. They're, they're the outliers. They're also an exception. They're the outliers. Uh, the year before that was Nova, North Carolina. Nova, Nova. A blue team. I don't know. <laughs> Actually, I have no clue who won last year because UCLA was. Oh no, that was the that was last year. The year before last. NCAA men's champions. Now I need to know. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. It's gonna kill me until I figure it out. <laughs> Cancel due to COVID. Oh, Virginia won. That's right. They're not a blue school. They're an orange school. Well, they have blue in it, but. And it was Villanova, North Carolina, present, Villanova, Duke, Connecticut, U- UConn. Those are all blue. Like five in a row are blue. Then Louisville. There's your little blue Louisville one. There's your red. Then Kentucky, Connecticut, Duke, North Carolina, Kansas, Florida, Florida, North Carolina, Connecticut. Like, like it's just ridiculous how many blue schools. And you know what? If Florida wins this year, then more blue. I'm just saying, like, blue is the way to go. Yeah, obviously. So. So, yeah. I mean, I think we've, we've talked everything we needed to talk about for the time being. For sure. We move on. We see the, the who's, who's hitting the national semifinals. 
uh, which are which is really cool. I'm looking at the listing and they're going to be both national semifinals are on ESPN two, and the actual championship is going to be on ABC, which is really really yes. good for them. That's huge. That is huge for college gymnastics and in gymnastics in general. National I mean, TV coverage for their championships, and I really like that. That's exciting. That's really really. Cool. I'm really excited. I'm really really excited so for that. Good for college sports and good for college women's sports in general. Um, and I I've talked huge. about this recently a lot and how much we need to bridge the gap between men's and women's sports definitely so I'm, for sure. I'm looking forward to it uh, same with WNBA. i've i you know i, I was a, i was a non-believer and now i'm a believer so i <laughs> i know i know when i was wrong i'm man enough to admit it so really excited for that and i'm really excited to see the next things that come out of college co- these women participating in the college gymnastics regionals because i it's gonna be insane gonna, it's gonna be crazy. i'm gonna say it, it's been mi- very not in mildly wildly entertaining i have i have never been more entertained by a sport outside of probably basketball so just toss them out there we'll see we'll see how these uh these regionals turn out i'm excited suny i trust that's about it that's all i have to say (laughs) yes suny i trust that's it um any other closing remarks from uh from my resident gymnastics expert uh go gators that's it we just said chomp chomp that's it cut let's <laughs> go all right well thank you guys so much for watching or listening over on spotify uh if you did enjoy make sure you hit the like button or leave a heart everything dreen has will be in the link down below she has twitter she streams on twitch when she wants to and uh <laughs> she has instagram and her tiktok will all be linked down below you guys check out everything i have been featured on that tiktok multiple times and not for good reasons so thank you guys yes. so much for yes. watching <laughs> and listening yes. i hope you guys have a great rest of your day uh night or whatever you enjoy and don't forget to leave a heart like subscribe everything you have follow on twitter follow on tiktok do all the fun stuff uh thank you guys so much appreciate all of you guys uh and thank you so much for dream for being here uh dream will be back of course that's just too much fun to talk about gymnastics and i didn't think i was gonna have as much fun talking about gymnastics for almost two hours as i did so thank you guys for listening (laughs) and hope you guys enjoy the rest of your day we'll catch you guys all next time from over us here at the behind the plays i'm your host davion that is dream and we are out